0: This is Monster of the Week.
1: I'm Jeremy Greer.
2: It's got Chris and Jeremy.
1: I'm Chris Mosier.
2: Sam is gone and Dean's got work. Oh, we're specialists. They call us in to answer the questions of mouth-breathing dick monkeys. Come back, bitch
0: and (laughs) jerk.
2: And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I talk about the TV show Supernatural every single episode, every single week, and boy, are we on an adventure in season six, Chris. I am having a surprisingly good time with these episodes.
1: Yeah, they're a lot more fun than I was expecting. I think we kind of talked about this a little bit before that uh, watching it a second time with some sort of understanding of what's going on with season six makes it a lot better um there's still that you know you're missing out on the fun of not knowing what's going on but there's no there's no longer any anxiety of of what's going on you know you just you're in it you know what's happening
2: you just know what's happening and it, it kind of we've talked I think we have talked about this before but like uh, having the mystery removed for you so you're not constantly wondering what's going to happen allows you just to kind of sit back and soak in those details that you maybe you were yeah. overlooking because you just wanted to get to the next the next the next exposition drop and um mm-hmm. these are two good episodes think like, but I don't think they're two great episodes. The uh, the, the first one is we, we get a bunch of exposition, and we get a bunch of lore, if you like that, that capital L pronunciation that I'm using there. Oh, for uh, sure. And then the second one is just fucking creepy. So I'm kind of excited to yep. talk about these two, yep. because I think I think we're going to get some mileage out of them.
1: Yeah. And um anyway, just for listeners, welcome back to the cursed episode. This is what day sure. number twenty five.
2: Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't gonna include that, but sure we could talk about that. Yeah, this is this has We're, been the tonight, cursed episode.
1: <laughs> tonight we are going to break the curse. This is what day day twenty-five trying to day record 25. this episode. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it just came up on the little screen and said one day remains. So if
1: you would remains. like if you would like to help us break the curse, you can support us on Patreon. <laughs> you can. At patreon.com slash monster of the week
2: absolutely and uh, go there to get cool rewards and to more importantly just support the show so we can do more shows if you like the sound of our voices we want to record stuff um on all sorts of supernatural paraphernalia including animes and books and comic books and everything in between we already have one patreon exclusive episode up there on the ghost facers web series from last season and if you go subscribe to that you can get access to that which would be pretty cool um, we usually thank our patrons during this segment of the podcast. And I'd like to give a big shout out to our good friend Sneasel. Sneezel has been with us since the very beginning. She uh, She's a friend of our podcast. She's an IRL friend of our podcast friend Vader from the Dark <laughs> Insight podcast. And uh, yeah, it, 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 she's just been there and she's always commenting and... Giving us a high five and posting about Pokemon Go. That seems to be her, her, the things that she does. So so props to you, Sneasel, and thank you for helping us out make this podcast. Yes. Chris. Jeremy. Road so far, please. Give me. Give me, give me, give, oh, me, give for, me, give me, give yeah, me.
1: F- for sure, my dude. Um, so Sam's been acting really weird, right? Get this. So, him and him and Dean, the boys are back in town. Um, they, they're back hunting again.
2: <laughs> I love but, it that you're starting check- sentences with, get this. This is great. Get yeah, this. Get this, Jeremy.
1: <laughs> check out this slice of pie. Um, that's not an expression. <laughs> so, Sam now. and Dean, they find out that they're hunting the vampires from Twilight. Edward. Bella, I guess. Jacob. He's a vampire now. Uh, they're after them, and Dean gets jumped by a vampire. Sam lets him get turned. We, he tries to deny it but Sam lets him get turned and then when he's confronted by a goddess of truth and asked what the hell's your deal what's going on with you bro he lies to her he lies to a goddess of truth and we are left in a situation where Dean is punching the crap out of Sam's face because he knows it's, there's something wrong with Sam Sam's not his brother he's not who he should be uh, and we are left with a cliffhanger wondering who this I mean first of all, let me take a step back in case you forgot Dean's not of Empire they cured him it's cool oh yeah um,
2: P.S. Dean's not of Empire
1: P.S. hey <laughs> Get this, he's not a vampire. He's not a vampire um, anymore.
2: Yes, yeah, spoilers. Um, so, yeah, something's wrong with Sam, and we're about to find out. Something's wrong with Sam, and uh, I just, I, I think, I was, I've been thinking about Dean beating down Sam quite a bit lately, because it, mm-hmm. it in the moment it kind of struck me as, as, and it was supposed to be like a very uh, graphic, like kind of violent idea or what have you, but um In thinking about it, that's like Dean's only thing. Dean's only reaction to this is like, "This is not my brother. It's got to be a shapeshifter. It's got to be a demon. There's something going on. I'm gonna beat the fuck out of it." And I I think that I think that's I think that's like Dean's like that's what Dean knows how to do at this point in his career as a hunter is to beat the fuck out of something, right? Um,
1: And I just. I don't want to get too carried away with it, but I'm just thinking now, like this dude let you get turned into a vampire, which caused you to screw up your relationship with Lisa and Ben. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's been a whole spiral. This dude really did something incredibly awful and shitty, and uh, he's he's getting called out for it now.
2: <laughs> and and uh, get ready, everybody, because that's not the only awful and shitty thing Sam is going to do over the next two episodes. Uh, we are we are going to start with <laughs> Family Matters, written by Andrew Dab, directed by Daniel Laughlin, and directed by Guy B. Uh, I like to see dudes named Guy, by the way. I don't know if you know this, but my middle name is Guy. So, <laughs> I did not
1: know that. I'm, 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 I'm a Guy.
2: My grandfather was what a paw. That's G- the JG is. <laughs> that's the JGG, yeah. Uh, my grandfather was Guy Leary. My great-grandfather was, um, I want to say Larry Guy. <laughs> I don't know why they switched it. I don't, I don't, you Interesting. Know. Yeah, I don't, I may be having that wrong too, but I always called him Paw Guy. And of course, my grandfather was Papa. paw. I don't know why I'm talking about this instead of reading the episode description. We're just going to move (laughs) right along. It was directed by Guy B and released on November the 5th, 2010. Dean becomes suspicious of Samuel's motives, but Sam isn't sold on the idea that their grandfather is doing anything wrong. The brothers go along in a hunt with Samuel and the other Campbells, but things go terribly awry. Uh, This is a weird episode, and I kind of dig the structure of it because everybody feels like they are not on an even keel like everybody feels mm-hmm. a little off-kilter so i'm i'm kind of digging this
1: yeah there is a they they're trying some things here and we finally get some goddamn
2: answers <laughs> we get some answers so we 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 get, like, the like the fill-in. We get our road so far. And then uh, a bleary-eyed Sam wakes up, um, and we kind of get the POV shot from Sam's perspective of Castiel leaning over him and, like, peppering him with questions. Like, are you speaking yeah, in he's, tongues?
1: he's <laughs> diagnosing him.
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and off to the side, Dean is just, like, over there saying, like, you better fucking do whatever he says to do. Like, he's Dean is, is very mad. Cassiel has determined that basically like nothing is physically wrong with this kid. Like he can't really f- see anything. Um Yeah, but
1: he asks him if how much he sleeps and Sam says I don't
2: and haven't since I've come back, which Yeah. And, and you know, Dean's reaction of like you, do you think you should fuck tell me that? What the hell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am and the next I, I am team- usually on team Dean, but wow, during this, team Dean <laughs> all the way. <laughs>
1: um and and the next question is castiel says how do you feel or what do you feel uh and and sam's like i don't know um because at first he's like my face hurts because dean you know broke it but then castiel's like no like not not that's a physical sensation like how do you feel like what are you experiencing feeling sam doesn't have an answer he just i don't know so this is going to lead to Castiel's little uh, soul probe move that we saw him perform on a young child a few episodes back.
2: Yeah, I'm glad that they they set us up for this so that we know what to expect because boy, there's a lot of soul probe in this episode, Chris. This is mm-hmm. this is rated SP for soul probes. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah, and he he feels around in Sam's. Um, soul wound? soul cavity soul cavity oh man I, I feel like we're just naming 90s bands now soul Wound, soul yeah. cavity soul asylum <laughs> collective soul soul wound um i'm sure there's some more in there they're all bands though
1: de la soul,
2: <laughs> soul yeah for the <laughs> that's just not the same kind of band i forgot about that one there's a <laughs> lot of souls bands in the 90s right like that was even before dark souls that's weird for uh, sure so, yeah, he sticks his hand in Sam's uh, soul cavity and uh, finds that there is no soul. So when he was raised back from the pit, uh, he did not bring his soul with him. Dean kind of demands that Castiel, you know, just, like, go get it or whatever. And Castiel's like, what the fuck are you even talking about, Dean? Like, you have no idea yeah. how any of this works.
1: He, well, so Castiel turns around, walks across the room to, to talk to Dean to stand less than an inch away from him. He's like, Hey, I know I could like, we're in the same room. I could just talk to you from like over here, but I'm not gonna, I'm going to get as close as physically possible to my good friend Dean here to tell him that, you know, we took an entire army of angels to pull you out of hell, Dean. And that was just from regular hell. Sam was in Lucifer's cage. So it would take some really, really serious shit to go down there and get what was left behind. Cause that's kind of, that's where we're at right now. Right? Like his soul was left in Lucifer's cage. Whoops. That sucks. Um, kind of a yeah, bad time.
2: That's going to be a bad thing. Like that's that's the kind of thing you don't really want to leave leave behind at your uh, at your friend's house. Have you ever heard the yeah. song Detachable Penis? I no. You've never okay. Well, that'll be a fun dip when we take a break in a little while. I'll, I'll show you. I'll, I'll let you listen to the detachable penis. But essentially, this dude um, has a detachable penis and leaves it behind at a party by mistake, and has to go find it after the fact. And I'm kind of picturing Sam's Soul the same way. Like but he's looking in the medicine cabinet. He's looking under like a stranger's bed mm-hmm, trying to mm-hmm. find his soul because he he left his detachable soul in the pit, which is not a good thing. Well, I'll say
1: I'll just say I'd rather leave my detachable penis at a friend's house or a restaurant than in Lucifer's cage in hell. So.
2: You know. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna leave your detachable penis somewhere, it might as well be at a friend's house and not in yeah. a pit in hell where it's Lucifer and presumably Michael are both chained in, in there. So the mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, half brothers down there just feeling uncomfortable near it. <laughs> yeah, just hanging, just chilling. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what are the odds that uh both Michael and Lucifer have completely forgotten that Adam exists and are just ignoring him? Like that's the worst they don't battle, right? They don't have an I-
1: any idea that he's down there i i don't know if it's ever addressed but i do have the theory that adam is not there at at all he was no longer in his body when michael was in there that's i'm just going off of that because it's just such a total loose end that nobody gives a shit but because michael says hey adam is long gone when he's inside of his body and that could mean that like yeah he's way way back in the psyche and he's not coming forward um or it could mean that like now we just jetted this dude back you know up to heaven and that's it (laughs) and that's it so at this point sam is finally like hey can you guys
2: untie me please it's yeah, been we, a while i don't think we mentioned this like sa- this entire time sam has been tied up in a chair and is <laughs> which is just a really funny way to have this conversation <laughs> like maybe that's why uh kaz got so close to dean he was like i gotta get away from the soulless guy this is weird
1: yeah he's, he's freaking me out you need to go whisper in dean's ear um but sam i think that in this kind of ghost to for something, something about him not having a soul makes this whole thing make more sense. But he, he's like, "Hey, can you guys untie me?" Uh, and they're like, "No." Your dean outright refuses. But Sam, Sam's like, oh, oh, f- "All right, fine. If you're," he just stands up, like unties his ropes by himself, and then stands up, and he's like, "Yeah, I, I can't be held. So you guys might as well work with me, um, because like I'm not going to be your prisoner. I'm not playing that game again. So let's, let's just work together to figure out, like." who busted me out of hell and we should mention that
2: uh dean had castiel like heal this dude's face too so we don't have to look at busted up sam for the next hour and a half which is is good i'm like i like sam's handsome face so uh (laughs) they of course figure out like their only the only way to backtrack this like if this is going to be a hunt and they're gonna they're gonna do the investigation that they usually do they're gonna hold they're gonna do their witcher investigation um they have to start with the only other person that got raised with sam which is samuel their grandfather so they go back to samuel's hq and find like just a fuckload of people like where are they recruiting from <laughs> like i don't know they where they're re- finding straight all the people. recruiting from l.l bean reject models at this point because wow the flannel in this room <laughs> there's a lot of it
1: <laughs> I,
2: did, I forgot we made that
1: like l.l bean photoshop thing <laughs> oh yeah totally <laughs> yeah but where's where's yeah, he well, getting we
2: have- these these dudes
1: I don't know. He's he's literally opening up the LLB catalog. and just scrolling through the models and being like, "I want that guy. I want this that guy. guy. Yeah. Get him
2: on the phone." I want to I want to be uh, I want to hear those recorded tapes when he called the 800 LLB number and was like, "I need I need model number A16." And they're like, "Sir, that's a vest. That's a plaid vest. <laughs> <laughs> we cannot we cannot send you a person over the Oh, oh, you're you have a you have a black card. Okay, sure. Sure. Right away." <laughs> <laughs> I also would like the vest as well. And uh, our, our good friend, um, I guess he's one of the... He, he is a uh, Campbell, right? Like, this is Christian, I believe. Uh, Christian, Cam- Campbell.
1: question mark on the last name.
2: Um, he's listed as Christian Campbell. So we're, we're just going to assume that he's a cousin. Uh, he comes up okay. and uh, <laughs> Dean greets him with Hello Newman, which I think is a yeah. pretty good line. Like, they're already... Because they've been enemies since the very beginning, from, the, from mm-hmm. the exact beginning, which I think is really, really funny. Interesting.
1: Um, but yeah, basically, Castiel shows up Um, after they go to see Samuel, and he kind of makes some like uh braggadocious comments about his true size being the size of the Chrysler Building, um, and then he uh, searches Samuel for a soul as well, and um, there's a scream, and Christian comes running when he hears the scream, but Castiel is happy to report that Samuel, in fact, does have a soul.
2: Yes, um, and Samuel has been worried about Sam for some time because Sam is just too cold and too calculating. He's too good at this job. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's obviously because he has no feelings. He doesn't care about anything that he does so that he, he might as well just be the best at, at, at best that he can be, I guess. Yeah. Um, Cass yeah. basically looks up and says, um, they can't pay me to keep me in this. I mean, uh, I have a civil war to go deal with. So, and he jets and we don't ever <laughs> see Castiel. <again. laughs> Castiel yeah. leaves, leaves gone. the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the reason that Samuel has gathered all of these people, we're going to put aside the, the soulless issue for a little while, is uh, Samuel has a lead on the Alpha vampires? Listeners, you probably remember the Twilight episode. I think it was just the last episode, which is really weird to think yeah. about because this feels like we've been recording for four years. Uh yeah. But, uh Dean was briefly turned into a vampire and communicated and had like the alpha dream Alpha vampire dream, which was I think we called the Tumblr aesthetic blog um absolutely it, absolutely, <laughs> and uh so he's got a lead on the vampire, he's gonna assemble a crew, but he hadn't told Sam and Dean because he does not trust Dean, and uh Dean says like hey look i'll I will put my faith in you. there's no way I'm gonna miss out on a chance to to hunt this guy." I will do whatever you say, no questions asked. I'm not going to do anything mm-hmm. wrong. I trust you. I trust you. And then the I don't minute know late- why I Go don't ahead. know
1: why I have the 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 quote of from Samuel just in my head when Dean's like, "You don't trust me," and he's like, "Nah, I just don't know you." I don't know
2: why it comes out in my head like that. It's because it's accent. a weird fucking line. Because it's no, you don't know ya. You're his grandfather. Like, <laughs> I mean, I get it, but also, like, why does nobody care that this dude has been dead for sixty years, like thirty years? <laughs> He's been dead for such a long time, and nobody cares. I uh, there's there is a spinoff show, by the way, and maybe like a series of webisodes or whatever, but uh, of like Samuel coming to grips with modern technology. Like, I want to kind of see that. Like, he gets he gets resurrected. What was it? Because they went back to 77 when all of that happened, I think? 76. Something like that. Seventy seven. So he gets Who resurrected the, in 2010? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, the, explain the internet to a person from 1977. You can't do it. Aliens.
1: aliens That's how you explain it. The
2: easiest way to do it, yeah. Honestly, I would probably explain that, that to the internet like aliens to somebody else in 2017.
1: Because then somebody is ready, to, they're ready to take that leap, like, Aliens, like this, is gonna be pretty crazy. Whatever you show me, I'm prepared mentally because you already fucking started with aliens. And then when you finally come back down to, no, I'm just kidding. We we invented this, but now you're used to it, so you believe it.
2: A series of network computers operating on several level, seven level layers of interruptibility, and blah, blah 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 blah.
1: Yeah, logging on. I,
2: hold on, let me let me bring out my Network Plus book because I was Network Plus certified for a brief moment. in Ah, oh, excellent. Oh yeah, yeah. I got, had my A plus, my Network plus. I had um, some. C- I think I had my CCNA at one point. I had some Microsoft certifications. I was a
1: CNA, right? Which is Certified Nurses Assistant. Not nearly as impressive as what you were doing.
2: I mean, like I could program a router, but you could save a life. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the U. <laughs> it is way more yeah. impressive.
1: <laughs> I dealt with a lot more death than I did
2: life. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Dean says he absolutely trusts Samuel and is going to follow his lead, and then it crash cuts to Sam and Dean leaving, and as they're walking out of the compound, Dean says, I don't trust that guy, and if you had your soul, you wouldn't trust that guy either, <laughs> which mm-hmm. I think is really I like, funny.
1: I really like that Dean is now just going to be like, I'm your conscience now. Like, <laughs> I'm, gonna call, I'm just going to tell you, like, hey, you're wrong. You should feel this, and you don't. He's like Jiminy Cricket.
2: He's he's literally the angel on uh it's not literally but he is he is the angel on Sam's shoulder, right? Like he's just mm-hmm. telling Sam like you should probably feel this. This is something important that you should deal with. Yeah. And
1: Sam just wants to be a real boy. His nose keeps growing though every time he tells a lie.
2: <laughs> uh uh Chris that's not his that's not his nose. Anyway, the uh <laughs> For some reason, they 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 decide it's detachable to detachable penis. It's a detachable penis. They uh they break into they decide to break into Samuel's office to see if he's hiding anything, and mm-hmm. uh, of course Sam makes a distraction or something while uh, Dean sneaks in, which is the typical play. And Christian catches Dean doing it, and we get this kind of back and forth between Christian and uh, Dean, who just instantly don't like each other on sight. Which I can really appreciate it because I've had. I've met a lot of people in the in, in the world. I uh I've maybe disliked four of them on site to the point where I could not stand to be in their presence and I still get <laughs> mad when I think about seeing them. And uh that's that seems like this kind of relationship. But I think like yeah. I don't know if you have people like that in your life, but I think it's a common mm-hmm. thing and it's man, I can just I, I just I just feel this emotion between these two. Yeah. And there's lots of back and forth. Uh, Dean says he's just trying to go into make a phone call and get some privacy. And Chris says, "Who you calling? I'm calling your wife so th- to tell her that I'm not coming over tonight." Same, uh, excuse me. Kristen insults Lisa somehow, and Dean slams him up against the the wall. Like it's a, it's a whole thing. Yeah.
1: Well, like just FYI, Dean, you did just say you were sleeping with his wife, so like he he just hits you back with the same thing that you hit him with maybe cool it off for a second yeah yeah i mean like
2: if you're going to first he doesn't it,
1: know that you just vampired all over your family okay
2: <laughs> if you're going to if you're going to dish it out you're going to if you're going to dish out the the wife insults you're going to have to learn how to take them too that's that's the way that works for sure. Uh, the next day, everybody kind of gets all of their gear together. Like we get what some of those great like uh, like montage scenes of people like mm-hmm. you know arming themselves, uh, and they're going to go to this compound and and do this attack on the, this vampire compound or nest, if you will.
1: Samuel tells Dean and Gwen, I think, that they're they're doing um, cleanup duty. They're going to have to wait by the door. They're not getting to go into the actual vampire compound. They're going to have to sit outside and, um, and watch for any runners. And obviously, Dean is pretty pissed about that because he wants to like, be in there on the action, especially since he does not trust Samuel. Frankly, he doesn't trust Sam either, but mostly because he doesn't trust Samuel and he doesn't know what he's up to in there. But part of it is, I believe, as Dean puts it in his own word, he's like big daddy vampire. Like, I got to be a part of this. Like regardless of any of this other shit, like I need to be in on this m- mission, and I do kind of believe Dean when he says that. Um, but yeah, him and Gwen get get stuck on door duty, and they um they kind of bond a little bit, but you can tell that that Dean really doesn't belong with these people.
2: Yeah, it's uh it, it it's it's got to be frustrating for Dean to be left behind. Like he wants to be in the mix. He's used to be in like pretty much the, the the head honcho of the whole situation. Head honk um. Head, the- <laughs> <laughs> the HHIC, the head hunk in charge, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's not. And so he and he's all the way at the back with you know like doing cleanup, like you said, which is which is really frustrating. And um, even Gwen is pretty it, it, mad at this. Like when she, yeah, she's said like, it, she's really, like, I, I have to stay back with the reject. And I'm like, do you guys know who <laughs> yeah. the fuck Dean Winchester is? Like, why are you so why are you dogging my boys so much? I don't like this. Pretty sure there was one guy who stopped the apocalypse. And Just, I mean, he's, I mean, right like. There one and a half dudes that stopped the apocalypse yeah <laughs> if he had through, not, through brotherly love <laughs> if he had not had that natalie and bruglia tape of i'm torn to yeah. drive down and stop the apocalypse what would have happened they weren't there for yeah. that
1: you think he put that tape in because he knew it was sam's favorite song anyway let's keep moving <laughs>
2: uh so they they do dispatch a vampire pretty quickly like one kind of shows up and then there's gunshots off in the distance and dean runs out to see what's happening and uh this is one of my favorite parts of this episode dean coming up on this compound and just finding human bodies that are dead laying around vampire bodies that are beheaded laying around Uh, a woman like runs to the window and is snatched back and leaves a blood stain and like it's just it's just extremely violent and scary and Mm -hmm. i'd I think Supernatural's treatment of vampires, for the most part, has been extremely good, and this is yeah. this is like I said, this is one of my favorite scenes in this episode.
1: Something small that they do, and I don't know if it's intentional or not, but I like it. Is it's very difficult to tell who is who when when Dean is on the outside looking into this battle, and you see bodies and you hear screams, and and the woman who's slammed up against the window and gets pulled back, you don't know if she is a hunter or if she's a vampire. Um, it really kind of blurs that line. Between, you know, who the monster is in this situation.
2: Yeah, and like, even as you're seeing all of the dead bodies around, you really have no idea what's what's, what's happening. And uh, he does do the, we do get a flashback to the vampire vision, our Tumblr mm-hmm. static.exe file. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then as he's, he kind of, but he doesn't rush in, which is unusual for Dean to save anybody. Um, instead, he kind of sneaks around the side where he sees that they have captured the alpha vamp and they are loading into his truck. And now we've seen Samuel do this before, uh, with, with other, with other alphas, uh, yeah. and try to hide it from both Sam and Dean. This time, Sam is directly a part of it. and kind of senses mm-hmm. that he's being watched, but when he turns around, of course, Dean has disappeared. Yeah. And, uh, his Hunter vision went off just a second too late, <laughs> just a second too late. Uh, you, that's why you just hold that L2 button, Sam. You do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Then you won't ever miss just a track. Keep it held. Keep it held. uh, Dean runs back over to Gwen, and right when he gets there, everybody else kind of shows up, and it's like, mission accomplished. Like, we, we killed the vampire. Uh, what's been going on here? And Gwen covers for Dean, which I think is really nice of her, uh, and says, like, oh, we just took out a vampire. We took out a runner. No big deal. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know why she does that, though, other than just to, like, I kind of like Dean and his family, maybe?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Giving him the benefit of the doubt. I'm not really sure. Sh- I don't I. They don't do anything to develop Gwen like past this. So.
2: No, not not at all. Um, I guess we shouldn't even t- spend time on it. It's just it's just a weird <laughs> thing to do that they had to do for the plot. I guess.
1: I guess because later on there's a little bit of a like, oh no, Gwen, I thought we were friends. That you're, oh uh, yeah, don't yeah, fucking
2: no, uh, <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, Dean specifically Something, asked you go. <laughs> sorry i was moving my chair sorry <laughs> dean specifically asked samuel if he can see the vampire because he wants to lay eyes and and uh i think samuel says something like bring marshmallows because we roasted him which is obviously not the yeah. truth everybody loads up to drive back to the hq sam is in the the impala the 69 impala with dean and he, he dean just straight up asked sam "Is he like hey what you know what what happened oh yeah we we got the vampire we fried it of course dean yeah has never had an, had an argument where it didn't start with him pulling over the Impala and squealing tires. That's <laughs> the first thing mm-hmm, that he does, mm-hmm. and then he starts yelling at Sam. And uh, some of this like confused soul of Sam stuff is really good for me. I don't I don't know how you feel about it's this as a as the bigger Sam fan. Big of, fan, of, of, uh, yeah. Big huge, fan of his. Huge, just, huge fan.
1: Oh, you weren't supposed to know about that. <laughs> like he just like, <laughs> like he doesn't really bother him that Dean knows, but he's like I mean, but you weren't supposed to know
2: so. I think uh, one of my one of one of Sam's lines that's really good here is uh, we needed to we would we didn't tell you because you would have flown off the handle and shot first and asked questions later and we needed to ask questions first. (laughs) I don't know why that cracks me up so much. It's just so like
1: Sam treats this as if he just accidentally revealed what Samuel got Dean for Christmas. Like he spoiled it. He's just like, oh yeah, you know, (laughs) well this is how it is. He didn't want you to know. Cause then like you'd go getting all excited about it. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's kind of interesting because I mean, we joke about Dean, you know, squealing the tires. He's pulling over to yell at Sam, but this is very um, intentionally, I think kind of parodying those situations where they would get into a fight and Sam would be like, I don't know, Dean, I'm just trying to do what's right. I just have this curse inside of me, but this time he's just, Oh, okay yeah (laughs) whatever man like i yeah yeah,
2: sure he can't be
1: affected by it dean's super furious but and this kind of is this where dean says you know he's gonna call the shots he he, oh yeah i think he's like i drive the bus i call the shots you know Mm -hmm. you can't tell the difference between right and wrong anymore sam so like you have to listen to what i'm doing and this is 100 the relationship that they used to have which is really interesting to me this is the level of distrust that dean always had in sam especially season four where it caused all these problems. It caused Sam to get pushed away to go further down the dark side because Dean was like, no, I'm going to control you. You have to listen to what I say. I don't trust you. Season five, suddenly there's that mutual trust and respect. And, um, or not suddenly, but it was an, you know, an earned thing. And now mm-hmm. right back to square one. But Sam doesn't give a shit. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, whatever, man.
2: <laughs> I uh, It's interesting to me. We We've had this conversation between Sam and Dean, I feel like four or five times now, where... Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam or Dean tell the other one that like this is how it's going to be. And either it's I have to make the decisions from now on you have to trust me, you have to make the decisions from now on, I have to trust you, or we have to work together. Like, it, it happens on a regular, like this is the only way they know how to communicate with each other, is yeah. telling each other how who's going to be running the show, who's going to be driving yeah. the boat. Uh, and I, just, I just find that kind of amusing that it comes up ag- again and again.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, but, but Dean says this, and he also tells Sam, like he can either trust him, uh, Sam can trust Dean, or he can trust Samuel, but he can't trust the both of them. Or as we like to say down south, the both of them. He cannot trust the boat of him. Uh, and Sam's but, like, um, why not? <laughs> Sam's like, I don't really trust anybody. Like, I don't give a fuck about any of you people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but says, you know, Sam, Sam, Sam says, well, you know, Samuel's our family. He's our grandfather. And Dean says, well, he's not family like you and I think of family. And I think that's a, a pretty important, like, a distinction between the way that mm-hmm. Dean views what you would consider family I think Sam has called this out earlier, too. I think we may have skipped over it, where Sam says something to the effect of, like, wow, I've never expected you to distrust family. But it's because he's not fucking family. He's some strange ghost yeah, person. you don't, even, you don't person. know that guy. <laughs> yeah. you should have been dead, like, 25 years ago. Like, it's yeah. what, who is this dude? You should be dead, Sam. You shouldn't you, even be here. Yeah. yeah. Sam, you um, guys
1: don't even know your mom, let alone your mom's dad. So... <laughs>
2: Uh, Sam tells Dean that Samuel's been interrogating these alphas. He doesn't know how, why or or for what because he's you know he's out of the loop. Uh, but they they come up with a plan of Sam just to go straight up ask Samuel what's going on and to ask to be included in this it's because if Samuel trusts Sam. Then he'll just let it, that happen. And uh, mm-hmm. we, we get that scene. And of course, it does not happen that way. Samuel no. just immediately is like, no, we're, we're you're, You don't have a... I thought you were weird before. And then an <laughs> angel came in my room and told me you had no soul. <laughs> I'm just... So no. I'm not going to promote you. That's not the thing that gets promotions around <laughs> Samuel HQ. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but this... He comes in basically being like, Dean's gone.
1: We're not. Go- we don't. We don't work together. This isn't going to work out and i think they sell it pretty well because you know when sam walked back out and like got in the car uh with dean again i was like oh yeah right <laughs> sure <laughs> they're still hanging out
2: <laughs> <laughs> and sam has uh has has placed a bug on one of the uh cell phones so that they can track him down to the the place that they're holding these alphas which I, it's fine like the 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 kind of stuff that they do that this CSI spy yeah, kind of stuff it's yeah. it doesn't feel very huntery to me in a lot of times when Sam starts doing all the computer stuff but also like it's a serialized hit television show so like they have to do that kind of stuff sometimes it's mm-hmm. not as ridiculous as the thing that we're going to get to in the next episode which i always find the most ridiculous thing in the world which is sniper dean i am oh yeah <laughs> i always get so mad at sniper dean i, I got to save it i'm sorry i got to save it
1: it's very funny um yeah they uh and Dean is surprised that Sam came back at all. He was like, Oh, okay. I kind of thought you were just going to go in there and leave me hanging.
2: Yeah, he said there was a 60, 40 chance of him coming back. <laughs> which I thought, it's really fun. Uh, we get this scene of Samuel interrogating the alpha vampire who uh, mm-hmm. is played by uh, Rick Worthy. And I, this came up in a recent, um, we, the duck feed group recently did like a live stream over the weekend for charity. And, uh, Garrett, my friend Gary Butterfield and I did a days of future cast live and we were talking about uh, one of the X-Men movies, X-Men Origins Wolverines where Lee live live, leave Shriver, Schreiber, Shriver. Shriver? The guy that plays Sabretooth is like a classically trained actor, right? Like that dude does Shakespeare mm-hmm. and he's like spouting off lines like I need the adamantium Logan. <laughs> and I feel <laughs> I feel like Rick worthy, like you can just kind of tell that this dude has done so much theater work. Like he's just got that voice. He's got that presence. He's very
1: good. He's very good. Oh man, he's good. he's
2: so great. But I wonder like I'd love to be like a fly on this dude's wall when he's reading the script for the first time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. The way the way that he delivers all these lines, it, he makes them better than they are. absolutely
2: uh, yeah it's 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 very scary like this dude is frightening as the alpha vampire
1: his like enunciation and like the way that his his rhythm of of speaking is just different and it probably is shakespearean in a way and it um it works very very well and it's really cool um meanwhile they're 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 locked down they're not just like at samuel's hangout they're at like wet pipe factory number 12 and they've got the whole place locked down with dead man's blood so that vampires can't come
2: Mm mm-hmm and samuel is interrogating this this dude and uh like using electricity which is not working at all because he's from the
1: to- 70s and he's like the electric chair is a, a thing right
2: <laughs> Yeah, he's got he's capped out he doesn't know anything else yeah. <laughs> and
1: everyone is like samuel please and he's like no listen this is how we killed crooks in my yeah. day so this is, this
2: is what we did uh but the, the the alpha vampire doesn't even like this doesn't even phase it like it's like the only reason that they're keeping it held down is for some for some dead man's blood and that that's really about it uh, and Samuel specifically asking where is it so he's looking for something mm-hmm. uh, and I love this delivery that the alpha vampire gives of you know I can't believe you would question me when I was or this may be a little bit later. Let me, let me take that back. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, a, it's around
1: here somewhere, but
2: yeah, yeah. Because th- there's some sneaky scenes, but eventually Samo goes away and Sam and Dean show up and Sam and Dean have, have listened to the end part of this yeah. conversation. Yeah. And, I think uh, the, uh,
1: I think the, the vampire just calls them out. It's like, all right, yeah. come on out boys. Like, I know you're back there.
2: And he specifically knows Dean because Dean was mm-hmm. one of his children for a short time. So he, he knows a lot about Dean. And, um, he says that, uh, when you're kind huddled in the dark around a fire, I was the thing that they hid from. Uh so he is he was the very first vampire. He doesn't when Sam asked like what created him, he said you know some things we, everything has a mother, I believe is his response. Mm-hmm. So like he, it's kind of implying that there may be something above him but also like who the fuck knows? Like that we're talking about primordial shit now and it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um but that's that reminded me like what the season was about. This this scene right here I'm like <laughs> oh that's right. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's not yeah, just twenty two episodes. episodes of Sam not having a soul. Like there's actually shit going on here.
2: Yeah, this is. Uh, yeah, this is. This, there's there's some other some other plot stuff, and he explains yeah. that uh, what Samuel is looking for is not um not the the start of these species. He's wondering where they go when they die. Uh, which is purgatory. So all of these monsters have to come from somewhere, and purgatory is like a real physical place uh, filled with the soul of every hungry thing that has ever walked this earth. Mm -hmm. So essentially, like, where where humans go to heaven or hell when they die, and that's where their souls go, these monsters go to purgatory. Yeah. Which is a bummer for everybody involved, because, man, you think when you kill a monster, it would just stay dead, but in x-men and supernatural nothing ever ever stays dead (laughs) um it's interesting that
1: just about every monster that they meet from now on is like oh sam you don't have a soul hmm i can (laughs) smell it like where was this where was this guy last week where was (laughs) this in the first
2: six episodes yeah this dude immediately calls this out and then loves it like he's really attracted to this for some reason Yeah, he's like
1: how empty do you feel that's so interesting like Mm -hmm. you fucking weird husk of a of an entity
2: yeah, it's it's kind of got some weird sexual overtones too, like with the the filling you up with rage and things like that. Like it's very it's very mm. Star Wars, Dark Force, and it's also very very homoerotic. So which mm. hey, I like both of those things. Both of why them is he? Me, um, so.
1: I mean, why is he even filled with rage? He's got nothing. He's empty.
2: Well, he he wants to fill him with rage, right? I think he says that at uh, some point, or fill him with like uh, kills or something. I don't. Maybe I maybe fill I'm just mis- remembering kills. something. Yeah, fill him with yeah. kills. Yeah. <laughs> uh while this conversation is happening, the vampire has used its weird gross fingernails to, uh, slowly but surely cut through the leather. Uh, but we don't really get a resolution on that because Samuel Christian and Gwen show up with guns and catch Sam and Dean in the act and start kind of running them down and, uh dean i love dean's response and this is a classic dean response is like well man i've met some stupid sons of bitches in my time but you have really got to take the cake like this Mm -hmm. whole fucking thing is is super dumb and i love when he calls people out for that like why are you being just kill it just kill the thing like that's what we do (laughs) why are you fucking around
1: he's the only person who's acting in his right he's acting like a regular fucking hunter he's not some weird shady son of a bitch
2: yeah he doesn't have a master plan besides kill the monsters like he's got one goal (laughs) (laughs) there's there's no sub sub objectives on this thing it's just kill the monster and and be done with it kill the monster Uh,
1: get drunk
2: kill the monster get drunk uh you know find my brother's soul maybe there's some sub objectives here after all (laughs) yeah there's a fight between dean and samuel and because you know they've disarmed dean and sam but uh dean is about kind of gets the jump on samuel but uh our our friend gwen walks in and tells them to put everything down and that is when the vampire gets loose and uh, kills one of the hunter guys that has no names, mm-hmm. like the, another red shirt in there somewhere. And they all run in and are trying to track this thing down. And our friend Christian is killed.
1: R.I.P. Um, I also just wanted to point out this thing. Whenever I'd watch the, uh, the gag reels, you notice Jared is always chewing gum. So I was like, how does this dude just chew gum all the time during the scenes? In this scene, I finally saw him chewing that gum. This is the first time I've ever seen it.
2: Why does he chew gum? It seems like like if I chewed gum on a podcast, that would be
1: terrible. Be terrible. I don't know. If you watch the gag reels, motherfuckers always chewing on some gum, and I don't know. Maybe if it like it so helps weird. him like. Dude, do, I don't know. Maybe maybe somebody out there, maybe a fan knows like, why he chews gum. Maybe it helps him like control his accent or something. I don't know if he has an accent.
2: Um, monster of the Week contact if you if you know why. <laughs> Battle better yeah, like use I mean, gum I, on set. Do you think it's because he likes to act through his jaw, so that's a constant like way to like make his jaw like bulge it's, up it's and down?
1: Very possible that it, there's just some little technique there that, that he does. Um, it might not be anything weird, but I just noticed him always chewing it in the, uh, the outtakes, and then finally in this in the scene, you can just see him chewing slightly in the background.
2: <laughs> that's really funny to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, they were trying to track the alpha down. Samuel is still trying to get them to. Capture it so that they could, you know, interrogate it. Which Dean is having fucking none of. Uh, the Alpha sneaks behind them, snaps Christian's neck, which is kind of a big deal because, like, I kind of mm-hmm. expected that dude to be around for a while longer. Since they were, this setting guy's him been up in more
1: a, episodes than Castiel so far. So,
2: <laughs> but, and they're set. They were doing such a job of setting him up for like a foil for uh, Dean mm-hmm. that just to have it go away like that is kind of weird. And um, like it's everybody, it's like not
1: like, really a bad guy. Him and Dean just didn't like each other. <laughs>
2: Exactly, um, he. This is where the vampire. This is where the alpha like shoves Sam against the wall. But I don't remember. Oh, then and that's right. Dean shoves, gets it with uh, dead man's blood and kills it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So no Thanks. more. No more. Somebody rip-worthy. did Thanks. it. Yeah. That, yeah. Thank you, Dean, for remembering to hunt the thing. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> and to yeah, maybe save so a couple of fucking people.
1: When he's got Sam slammed up against her, he calls him the boy with no soul. He says, I've got big plans for you. You will be the perfect animal, which is a pretty frightening prospect that even Dean, when he was turned into a vampire, obviously he was saved by the fact that he's like such a good dude on the inside where, you know, the vampirism is going to pull out any single tiny fragment of a weakness in your soul and make you um, um, feed and do, do all these things. But not having a soul, you would have no inhibitions whatsoever. You would do whatever to feed your instinct. And that's pretty scary
2: yeah that's uh that's that's super scary it's um it's it's kind of terrifying. I'm glad Dean reacted when he did, and uh we have a surprise visitor who shows up with our old friend crowley the the demon um who basically announces that he is now king of hell mm-hmm. he is he is responsible for bringing Samuel back he's had um Christian and most of the other hunters possessed ages ago. Um, and we find out, also on top of that, and if I'm rushing through this, listeners, it's because the episode rushes through to tell us all of this. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, we, we also find out that Samuel has been working directly for Crowley, because Crowley is the one that wants to find out where Purgatory is.
1: Yeah. Crowley's looking for Purgatory. He brought back Samuel and Sam. This dude is the king of hell now. Just... Oh, mm-hmm. it, like you said, it's all in like two minutes. So like, hey, not even two minutes. It's like one minute. He's like, okay, <clears throat> let me clean my throat. Got to get through some things.
2: Yeah, it's like he's writing the episode descriptions from from earlier in the season. He just tells yeah. us everything we need to know right up front. Um, there's a lot of snappy dialogue here. Like Crowley remains an absolute, like, unproblematic fave because he's just such a delight when he's dealing with <laughs> the, the Winchesters and everybody mm-hmm. else. Um, like, there's one point where... Dean asks him a question and he's like, oh yeah, that's right over there by mind your own damn business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, I just love that kind of stuff. Uh, but he's looking for purgatory because he's, he says he's a developer. He says it's, uh, it's rich with souls. It's hell adjacent. And he, he wants to expand his territory, which mm-hmm. is an interesting thing. Like that kind of stuff uh, comes up in the comic Lucifer by, by Mike Carey on the vertigo label that I, man, if you haven't read Lucifer, Chris, I think you would really, really dig that series. Um, but uh, it's it's that it, that kind of stuff comes up with like the internal politicking of hell, and mm-hmm. I, I kind of dig it a whole lot.
1: Have you read that? <laughs> I um, I have not. No, um, it seems like something I would like from from everything I know about it. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, Crowley is bringing people back. He's bring, does he reveal why he's bringing the hunters back? Because it's a it's a a little bit of a silly reason, if you ask me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I, wait, I'm trying to remember, he does he wants, give it, he doesn't, does because well, he, he, well, he brought back Sam to keep the Sam's soul, like he wanted he wanted to have a bargaining chip on Sam, but I forget, does he say exactly why?
1: Just because he wants to use them to find purgatory and to like hunt the alphas and stuff, like, he's just trying to use these hunters, but it just feels like he, he's going through a lot more effort than is necessary. Like, <laughs> leave that one super hunk in hell, like, he, you don't have to deal with him, he's out of your way, don't bring him back to life.
2: <laughs> yeah this is this is a, a, a weird thing but i also kind of dig it like uh as much as i've t- complained in the past about souls being treated as like currency like it's not quite mm-hmm. there yet and i guess that's a slight spoiler that we're going to be dealing with some souls but like if you can't figure that out by now with the clues in front of you um but i i, I kind of dig this where this is going right now i, I, I like this
1: yeah, it's uh, it sets up a, a whole lot in this episode, much needed I think at this point in this in the season because as much as it's been um it's been a bumpy ride but mostly an enjoyable one and as we've discussed they're doing a lot of things even when they miss it's still new, it's still interesting, you guys tried and that's fine. Um, and now if I think if they'd gone too much longer without really telling us much, it would have really started to drag if it was just a four more episodes of like, we don't know what's wrong with you, Sam. Like you're just acting weird. It would, it would just really start to grate, I think. And, um, this is setting up the rest of the season and it's cool with this amount of episodes that, that they're doing it because usually it's, you know, second episode. Now we have the premise for the whole season. Like we're good. Um, but this is what episode seven, seven. Yep. Yeah. So they, um, they milked it a little bit longer and I think that's okay. Uh, Especially in in hindsight, I think that's okay,
2: and I think they did that specifically on purpose because uh, it's they wanted to make a like a fresh start after season five, after the build up from season one through five. Like they wanted to make a clear distinction between those two seasons, and I think they succeeded mm-hmm. at that so far. I uh, I, I don't I think uh, th- th- this still works for me a lot. Obviously, like I've really yeah. enjoyed season six so far. Um, the The whole mystery thing must have been. And I remember it at the time being extremely frustrating to watch week to week. I think if yeah. I wasn't watching these two or three episodes at a time and sneak it ahead every once in a while, uh, I'd, I'd be a little bit more frustrated with it. So I-, I was
1: very happy with this episode because we finally got answers. Because there was an incredible amount of frustration, like you're saying, trying to figure out why everything felt so wrong. Um, and and we got we got answers finally. And then I remember being incredibly disappointed with the following episode. Yeah, it was like, oh, we finally took a step forward. And now it's like a weird step to the side. And I, uh, I don't think that the next episode is is bad, necessarily. We have sniper Gene, which is weird. There's a lot of weird things. Um, but well, let's just get into it. How about that?
2: Well, I, I want to talk about, before we move on. I want to talk about two other things. Um, sure. First off, when uh, Gwen, who has not been possessed by demons, is extremely upset about this whole Samuel working with demons thing and taking orders from from Crowley, and so is Dean, which puts me on team Gwen. Like I, yeah. if they were going to be like if they were trying to develop a side character at this point, like I, Gwen would be my favorite. Uh, but I don't think that actually happens. Um, and then secondly. After Crowley leaves, uh, there's a confrontation between Dean, Sam, and Samuel. And Samuel basically says, like, you either you either have to, to shoot me or to let me go. Like, those are your choices. Like, I'm not, I'm just going to keep doing the oh, thing. That yeah. I'm doing. <laughs> Forgot and, about uh, this scene. <laughs> and man, like as soon as he says, shoot me or let me go, like Sam immediately pulls up the gun and he just like, without looking, like pushes the gun away. He's like, no, 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 no. If you had a, if you had a soul, you'd realize what killing our grandfather is bad.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and it shows, I guess he still has some something cause he's, I mean, maybe it's just the logical, like he betrayed us. He lied to us um, my survival instincts says remove this man. Uh, it's just the most logical thing to do.
2: Yeah, he's, he's a like, no, he's a no. <laughs> regular fucking Vulcan out there. Is what he is. Uh, yeah,
1: he pulls that gun up fast. You're right. He I mean, quick, like he just he just
2: it's just without even looking, and then like the the Dean just kind of casually putting his hand down is so good. Oh man, that stuff is great. <laughs> um, but yeah, this episode is good. I think we kind of summed it up. I just wanted to get those last two points out. So uh, yeah, let's yeah, go yeah. jump into. The next episode The next episode we're going to cover is All Dogs Go to Heaven, written by Adam Glass, directed by Phil Segrecia. Air date is 11-12-2010, the day before my birthday.
0: Wow. Well, wow. Well.
2: D- Dean and Sam investigate what seems to be a werewolf killing, but turns out to be a skinwalker posing as a family t- <laughs> we're right back. We're right back into it. Jesus Christ. I didn't read this. I just mm-hmm. copied and pasted. Mm-hmm. We're in it. Uh, but turns out to be a skinwalker posing as a family dog who takes who is taking revenge on his owner's enemies. After capturing the dog, he turns human and tells Sam and God. Well, this is everything. Tells mm-hmm. Sam and Dean that an alpha skinwalker has created many sleeper cells that will rise on yeah. his command and kill their families. The only way to stop the mass murders is to find and kill the alpha. All right, thanks for listening to Monster of the Week. Um, could, yeah. Uh, See you later. Uh, I'm not do you think this is one of these episodes that we could probably like kind of blitz through? Cause I don't, I don't know that yep. a, a blow by blow is, is really required bad. for this one. I think um,
1: the biggest disappointment for me with this episode was that I had been led to believe that uh, skinwalkers in sort of, I guess, native American lore um, were real bad, real bad mojo considered incredibly dangerous. And um, I used to read horror stories on the, uh, this B9 forum. It was, uh, I probably talked about it before, but um there, people would tell scary stories and, and people would talk about their skinwalker encounters and everyone always told these really creepy stories they're kind of like a creepy pasta or like the no sleep whatever that stuff on reddit now was like those type of things and people mm-hmm. made skinwalkers sound so scary to 17 year old Chris I was so into that idea and I always wanted to see a horror movie that did that correctly um, and this I guess probably isn't necessarily inaccurate but it like just dudes turned into dogs kind of bummed me out I wanted some real spooky scary <laughs> shit
2: and um it's it's especially cheesy once we may actually meet up with the other skinwalkers because they all turn into different versions of a dog <laughs> like, yeah i'm like no- you guys are just
1: adorable what's the <laughs> what
2: stop <laughs> there's some uh there's some weird stuff in this episode um I, I like the fact uh like they get this whole mission because they're like chilling out having some barbecue and uh crowley just shows up <laughs> <laughs> just eating a couple hogs <laughs> just keeping it cu- just you know getting some hogs done uh I don't remember if we actually talked about that or did we just text about that because that's going to no It's not important. It's okay, not important. Um, Yeah, they're just, you know, just chilling out and when Crowley shows up and basically is like, yeah, you're going to do this for me. You need to go. This is obviously a werewolf and a werewolf alpha. Um, and Dean's like, no, we're not going to do that. And he starts torturing Sam more or less and says like, you, you don't understand what you have here. Like, this isn't, this isn't a deal. Like, this is me holding your, your brother's soul hostage. So yeah, that's, he's got that's like psychic kind of soul setup.
1: power holding sam hostage like i guess that's an important detail um Mm -hmm, you can mm -hmm. just do a little twist of his like avada kedavra or something like that and then sam starts
2: wincing yep um there's some there's some pretty funny uh lines in this whole thing like at one point when they go to investigate something sam says uh like, we didn't come out here to be uh, asked questions by ignorant dicks or something yeah. to, like, the local yeah. cops.
1: <laughs> They're just Sam. like, okay, we've revealed that he doesn't have a soul. Let's have him be a huge dick to everybody.
2: Yeah, it's just, it's so good. Uh, like, it's, it, he just, he just doesn't fucking care. Like, it continually has to be told by Dean, like, no, 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 we're just not gonna, we're not gonna just gonna go in there and murder someone or turn them over to Crowley. Like, there's a whole subplot where they think it's the... They think it's the dude, they think like it's this one guy and that guy gets killed so he thinks it's the dude's girlfriend because they're thinking it's a werewolf this entire time. Mm-hmm. But the dude's girlfriend doesn't turn but even before they investigate Sam's like, "Are you willing to do it, Dean? Are you willing to put her in the trunk and deliver her to Crowley?" And Dean's like, "Can we just like check? Can we just look? <laughs> yeah. Can we have one whole minute before
1: we like pull the trigger on this?
2: Why are we rushing so fast? This is ridiculous." <laughs> is there
1: I believe that there is a little comment in this about sam being like well the last time we decided to wait on a, v- a werewolf i was in bed with her so let's yeah
2: look. absolutely she he definitely talks definitely says that i have it in my notes somewhere but yeah that's yeah absolutely 100 um and when they finally deduce everything <laughs> that's, that's right,
1: happening, i found it i found it I found it. he says because you know they're having this conversation about whether or not they should they should go for it and they should they should take this woman out before it's too late <laughs> and he says the last werewolf was in bed with me when she wolfed
2: out <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Oh, Sam, you fucked a werewolf. Yeah. Um don't don't you ever fucking forget it. The uh the idea and, and it turns out by the way if if you didn't get it from the intro because I kept laughing my way through it, um it wasn't the guy, it wasn't the guy's girlfriend, it was the family dog. And Chris If this, Mm -hmm. if one of my dogs turns out to be a skinwalker, I just, I'm going to apologize. Like, I'm so sorry that you you saw me do all of these horrible things in the privacy of my own home. Like, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just, I just, I'm so sorry. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. And also, you're a creepy fucking weirdo and you should leave. Because, wow. After they do the reveal where he kills the dude and he stands up as, like, a human or whatever, the next scene is the dog, like, snuggling up in bed with the chick and, like, licking her Mm -hmm. face and, like, laying all over her and at one point it's supposed to be cute where the dog is watching the news or whatever, but like mostly it's just fucking creepy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Way to take something pure and innocent, like a beautiful pup and make it creepy.
2: You're, you just Thanks, ruined supernatural. dogs. <laughs> supernatural. You ruined Thanks dogs. Six. <laughs> is this the reason everybody hates season six because it ruins dogs dog. yeah. forever?
1: <laughs> if my cat was a skinwalker. I'd be, I, I don't know if I'd feel like that weird about it. Cause I just talk to my cat. Like he's like a human being anyway. I'm like, Hey, mm-hmm. what's up? What's going on, man? And then he just, like, purrs super loud and slams into shit because he wants attention. And I'm like, all right, catch you later, buddy. My, my cat my does that, like, slam into cat.
2: stuff to, to be like, oh, dad, shouldn't you be petting me? I'm just scratching yeah. myself on this box. And I'm like, fuck you, the box looks great. The box like, looks like, I'm you, a good okay? time? you
1: just You just body slammed that Amazon box. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you hit that thing like it owed you money, man. <laughs> Oh, you just uh, want me to pet you? Okay.
2: Knowing your in your relationship with Amazon, it probably does owe the cat money somehow. <laughs> yeah, fucking <I'm> <laughs> goddamn it. Um, there's a this. So they find out it's a skinwalker. There's some back and forth about like, should we kill it now, or should we chase it down, or whatever. They end up confronting this thing and finding out about uh, that it's. It's basically like a planned operation. So the Alpha mm-hmm. has been recruiting like homeless people, turning them into Skinwalkers, and then like putting them with families as dogs, so that um, when they get a signal from the Alpha, they can turn back into they could they could convert the whole family into Skinwalkers. So like instantly they could have an army of Skinwalkers just just overnight, which is pretty fucking diabolical. It's pretty
1: goddamn diabolical and I wish it was just like a, like a nice thing like, hey, listen, I know you feel like you're down and out in this world. Here's, here's your, your chance for a, a lease on a new life. I'm going to turn you into a dog and then people will love you because everyone loves dogs. Um, but right now you're, you're dirty and you have no friends. So you do you want this? That sort of sounds like a good deal. But no, of course, he's a sleeper cell. And that's not to just insult homeless people in general. I'm just saying. No, not at all. Usually, yeah. usually things aren't good if you're homeless.
2: No, no you're, you're going through a time. Like you're going through a rough time. You don't deserve that. You should. You, we, somebody should help you. We should help you. Right,
1: and they um, would definitely would if you were a dog. I'm just saying, it's not yeah. fair. It's Dogs not a are. Comment. We, there aren't any homeless people listening to podcasts right now, probably. But I just, you know, if you were a dog, just think about it. Just, I'm just. All I'm saying is, just think about it.
2: You know um this is totally off topic, but I was reading a thread on something off one time about this dude, and he was talking about his uh, his addiction problems, and he was like bouncing from house to house. I think he was in Canada. And uh, I don't remember what the overall point of the story was, but like basically the only thing the only thing the dude had was like a backpack with some clothes in it. But he had like an iPod because this was you know before iPhones or whatever. And uh, he said he mm-hmm. would just like any chance he got would just go to someone's computer and download a shitload of iP- podcasts so that like when he was <laughs> in between places or whatever he could just have something to listen to. Like he would have something to do. So um so like if you're out there if you're homeless like man I'm, I'm sorry like let or like we'll help you out just let me know i don't i don't know what to do i'm sorry we can help um the the plan here is so fucking ridiculous like the end game of this episode is so fucking ridiculous that it is bonkers um they're gonna let the this the skinwalker go back and meet with the alpha with the plan of killing the alpha and it <laughs> And, of course, Sam is the entire time saying, like, no, we should capture it and deliver it to Crowley so I can get my soul back. And, of course, Dean is like, if we... Even for an instant, like, if we fail at that, we're going to... It's going to convert hundreds of people into skinwalkers, and they're all going to be basically dead. Is that something that's worth it? And Sam's like, I mean, no, but also I want my soul back a lot. <laughs> like, he's completely clueless.
1: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's really funny.
1: He ties this line between this, like... like- ditzy character and like sinister. He's like half of him is like the stereotypical dumb blonde, but the other half is like just totally evil and malicious.
2: And of course this this whole thing is set up by uh like Dean with this enormous sniper rifle rifle. We haven't seen this Dude. since the um the webhead episode way back, I think in yeah. season was that season 1 or 2 uh, that
1: he, season 2 I think. He's about to 360 no scope some fools.
2: He is he is totally about to do that and it's Dean with the sniper and the camera shots we get. We get one of those cool zoom-in shots that we saw back yep. with Castiel when he made Crowley for Love the first it. time. We get one of those on <laughs> on the sniper rifle. It's just so ridiculous. Like, do you know any, any snipers in real life? I... No, I don't. I can't say do. There's a dude that I know and it's 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 such a weird situation. I'm not going to name names or anything because like he's a sniper and he might kill me. Um but he yeah, <laughs> like it took me a while to realize like cuz he was in the military or whatever and like we were just like we just had like a relationship like I would help him out with computer stuff and he would help me out with like some some like like had to with bi- hits. <laughs> No, he would help me out with the hits for the mob. No, he would like he would be like, oh yeah, we could totally move this electrical socket over here, or oh yeah, I can totally help you like move an outlet behind your TV so you can hang your TV up with no wires or whatever, like that kind of bullshit. Yeah, um, and it like as I was helping him with his computer stuff, he'd be like, Oh yeah, just take my password and log in. My password is sniper one. And eventually I asked and he's like, Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. And he started like telling me about all of his sniper stuff and his spotter and how many confirmed kills he has and all of the crazy shit that he's done. And I'm like, I don't, I am uncomfortable right now. (laughs) This is weird. And I don't, please don't kill me, sir. (laughs) Now we have a weird relationship, but he's a great guy. (laughs) Um, remind me after the show to show you something else. But anyway, but uh, yeah, so it, like, just not even knowing anything about how this works other than like one dude telling me, like it's just so ridiculous. Like I, I don't know, man. Like it's just so stupid. I don't know why I'm raving about this so much. But Dean using the sniper rifle is like, did John train him how to do that? Where did the sniper rifle come from? Like where <laughs> where, did where do the you sniper keep that? Rifle come from? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm so angry right now. I don't don't it there's no it, reason why. They just wanted to do because I feel like this
1: is the time where more uh, military thriller shows were on TV, stuff like Homeland, um, and all these like NCIS, serious, intense shows were on, and and Supernatural kind of apes that sort of formula a lot and they do a lot of cop procedural stuff because i think that that's kind of what was popular and it had room to to play around in those genres so they they do it sometimes and this sometimes this feels like it would be something that belongs in one of those types of shows and not in supernatural because i want them in like a spooky mansion being frightened about their feelings
2: and ghosts, yeah, not, um, I think I think that maybe what stick. what angers me about this scene too. Like, it's not it just doesn't feel like supernatural. It totally feels like a different show. It feels like fucking Homeland, like you just said. I think, mm. but I man, I just I am and the whole like tense Willie shoot, won't he shoot? Does he have a clear shot? Dean, take mm-hmm. the shot! Take the shot! Dean, Dean take the shot! Like right. Like, uh, uh, it
1: it would be one thing if they was like if Dean like is looking through the scope and he says like can love bloom on the battlefield and then he pulls the trigger and it's like oh,
2: <laughs> Dean Merle <laughs> that I can't I can't quite remember Quiet's um uh, but I'm sure that was pretty close <laughs> yeah, yeah why is your name Quiet and you never show up, you just never shut up on the battlefield Quiet what you, like she I just- get. I get that you're half naked because you drink air through your skin. Spoilers, by the way, for quiet. Who fucking, who fucking cares? Uh, it's because it's super dumb. Um, but it's yeah, dumb. it's very dumb, but like, why do you keep a humming? Stop humming so much quiet. Anyway, stop uh, humming so much. Dean. Stop humming so much Dean. Uh, so Dean doesn't take the shot and we get like this, this big fight, the, uh, the skinwalker in question saves the family who had been kidnapped at some point, yeah. which we didn't really talk about I too much. I think Sam
1: comes in and just like, just like video games, everybody in there. He just goes in. He's like, okay, bang, 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 bang. Got all you. All right. Cause he just doesn't care anymore.
2: He just, he just does he doesn't not care. <laughs> <laughs> we've seen, we've seen, um, this side of Sam too. Like, uh, at the end of season five, when they break in yeah. to the, and, and bomb that, um, whatever, you know, cure thing that had all of the virus in it or whatever. Yep.
1: Yeah, that and weird just, aspect of season five, yeah.
2: Yeah, that, that time that they committed domestic terrorism on yep. a medical supply shop, anyway. uh, But we've seen him do this, but this feels ultra cold, right? Like, this feels like he mm-hmm. just does not give a shit. So, I I kind of, like, now that we know that he doesn't have a soul, like, seeing these reactions and seeing the way that he is reacting to things makes a lot more sense and it's a little bit more entertaining for me. It's not just, like, why Sam? so
1: Right. As much as this is, in in some ways, kind of a nothing episode, it's not bad. It's just like here it is. They they always manage to slip in some form of characterization or or something. Like obviously, it shows this episode is showing the boys being forced to work for Crowley. Sam kind of being like, "Well, this is what we got to do." Dean being Dean, still playing by his own rules and and not willing to submit fully to something like that. Um, and then just little moments like this where. Sam is kind of just, like, a going balls to the wall in there. And uh, that's that's what always will save a Supernatural episode. That's what that's what keeps any of them, in my opinion, from being truly bad ever. Is that somehow there's always something. There's always some characterization. Even if it's just reinforcing something we always know, that's what gets me through these episodes. That's what makes them, like, rewatchable, I guess, for me. Um, is that, like, I know I'm getting something. I know I'm getting some juicy tidbit somewhere. That's why if the hunks aren't on screen, you know... Your chance of it being a good episode goes down dramatic- dramatically unless it's the Bobby episode. But I'm rambling, yeah, so let's sure. just keep let's keep
2: moving. Um, the, the outcome of this is that they uh, don't kill the alpha. The alpha gets away. Um, right? Do they kill the alpha? I'm pretty
1: sure that the alpha gets away.
2: I'm pretty sure let's, the alpha gets away too. Let, like let me leader my yeah, the pack leader or whatever does does not. I think they get, they get the pack leader. Dean gets the pack leader as he's about to execute the uh, our 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 skinwalker whose name I've already forgotten. Mm-hmm. Lucky is his dog name. I don't remember his human name. Uh, but Dean hits the uh whatchamacallit, the pack leader dude, who looked like a guy mm. that I've seen in every single T V show ever, but I looked him up on IMDb <laughs> and he's just got, got bit rolls on stuff that I've never seen before. So I don't know what it is about this dude's face. He just looks like a like a just like a generic thug. He looks like a GTA plain, thug, I guess.
1: Plain man, yeah.
2: <laughs> I think that was one of the roles that he played. Plain <laughs> he's, man. He's credited as plain man in the movie Avatar. How did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> That's almost impressive. Uh <laughs> but and and lucky during this process gets shot so we get this weird scene where like he shows up at the door of this poor woman's house and it's like hey let me explain i know i turn into a dog sometimes and i totally creeped out on you in the shower uh but i really like you and uh i think we should know. okay door's closing okay bye bye i'll just leave bye 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 bye. he should have
1: just he should have spun the other way and be like listen i'm a dog who got turned into a man (laughs) I'm like a
2: prince. <laughs> I wasn't. So, I wasn't. Oh man, that's the. That would be the best excuse ever. Like I didn't know that I was. Cre- I wasn't a man back then. I was just a. I was just a I dog. Just I a loved th- you. I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just an adorable puppy.
1: You can't be mad at me.
2: <laughs> and we get this super sad, like him walking down the street in <laughs> dog form, and just like looking back. Did you
1: just.
2: I really wanted the Incredible Hulk theme music right now.
1: (laughs) It sucked, though, because it just shows a dog walking into the middle of the street, I guess, to to end his life. And I'm like, how fucking dare you show this dog for
2: him? He went dark. I just figured he was, like, going to get a burger somewhere.
1: (laughs) He was just standing in the middle of the street. He was committing dog suicide, and that's the darkest shit I've ever heard of.
2: That's the worst kind of suicide. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> is dog suicide. I, I don't I don't mean to make jokes about suicide. I think but yeah, like It's a, I think
1: Jess was getting upset when we watched this episode. She was like it's not fair.
2: <laughs> I don't look, just a I don't blame boy. her. The dog the, I mean like the dude is a creeper. I, I very much like the the idea that the skinwalkers start as dogs and they get turned into humans. That's way better for mm-hmm. me for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I wish we had that episode as opposed to this one.
1: Yeah, and, 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 and yeah, it's not yeah, even again, that I, Go ahead. I was just going to say I mean you say, "Hey, turn, I, I was a dog this whole time. Turns out I'm actually a prince, and i'm you freed me with true true love's kiss. I'm now free from the curse and yeah. I'm human
2: it means uh that means that we are destined to be together, and also that I have seen you naked in the shower many more times than you have seen me naked yeah, <laughs> so we're going to take some adjustment
1: <laughs> but I was a dog, so it was fine
2: yeah, it was a dog, so I'd, I mean if I got a boner, then it didn't mean to at all
1: yeah if, if my <laughs> lipstick came out, it was a dog it was dog lipstick. <laughs>
2: Yeah, this is um this is this is a weird sh- this is a weird episode. I don't even yes. necessarily dislike it, Chris. Like I think it's actually no, besides yeah, the dumb fine. besides some of the dumb stuff, like it's it's okay. And I you know, they're they're kind of leaning into this alpha stuff. You can tell that like some writers are trying to play around with these ideas mm-hmm. at the in, in in the script room or, or whatever. Um Yeah. I, there are oh, we forgot to talk about how mean Sam is to this dog when they're interrogating him. Dude, it's it's ludicrous how mean he is. <laughs> So bad. It is so fucking mean.
1: It's like I think at a certain point to be that mean, you actually have to have a soul because there has to be something wrong. You have to be twisted.
2: <laughs> broken. Yeah, you have to be twisted. You have to have a soul to twist. Yeah. <laughs> uh like he's he's literally uh like he has a ball and he's like stopping this dude, interrupting this dude in the middle of a conversation is like, hey, 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 go fetch. And then, like this dude looks offended. I'm like, my dude, you like, were just on, watching man. a naked woman in the shower while you were transformed as a dog. Like you were no better than the sixth yeah. grader that turned invisible way back when. Like, right. come he's on. like,
1: I know, I know, I'm a perv and also a dog, but stop treating me like a pervy dog.
2: <laughs> I know that is exactly what I am. Please treat me better than what I am. <laughs> <laughs> um the the epilogue of this episode is Sam and Dean eating some burgers in the park, and um Sam basically saying like, hey. I, yep. I need to be direct with you. Like I I don't care about anything. I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. actually Sam anymore. And I you know, I don't I'm, I, I'm only care I only care about you because like you have offered to help me and I, mm-hmm. I think that I should be that person again. And uh he's he also confesses to doing a bunch of like weird shit. Like he says that he's killed a bunch of innocent people yeah. and doesn't feel bad he's about like, it. I'm like, excuse me. Yeah, he's <laughs> Can like, we I, talk about
1: you know that? I've done cocaine. I have, you know, m- robbed convenience stores and I've killed people too but like it's indeed mm-hmm. like well, hold, hold, what was that last thing what uh, was the,
2: you <laughs> can say what you fucked a dolphin excuse me <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've burned down a school you know it wasn't like what it, wasn't, two, it oh. was <laughs> it
2: was just one school <laughs> most most of the classes were gone <laughs>
1: um Um, but yeah no he's like yeah hey i'm i'm not me i've been pretending to care about lisa and ben that's the that's the real stinger here he's like i should care but like i don't (laughs) i just really don't care about them (laughs) and like you said he he's like i care about you dean kind of because you're helping me so there's like that sort of um basic instinct sort of thing going on there not like basic instinct but like you know instincts on a basic level um and he, yeah, but he says he's done. He he's killed people and done a lot worse. I don't know what that means. I started the apocalypse. That feels like it's worse. Uh, drank a lady. That was worse. Uh, fuck that was a worse, werewolf, way
2: worse. Pre- Can we? Uh, the, the thing that I like to bring up all the time is: are there's like four or five people that they uh, that, that had demons in their bodies, so they killed them and drained their blood into milk jugs, so that Sam could drink them to take on the devil? <laughs> just want to just want to bring bad. that up, up, that uh, mass murder that they committed. <laughs> I really don't, don't know what
1: he. <laughs> what he means by worse. Like what, what What do you consider worse? Like maybe he, maybe he framed an innocent man and like caused true emotional harm to people because
2: I don't know. Oh, no, I got it. I got it. Are you ready? I'm ready. He voted for fucking Bernie. That's what he did. <laughs> he, he split the fucking democratic vote. That's what he did. That was the worst possible thing that he could do. He split the goddamn vote. Sam, fucking, no. Fucking um, write-in vote. Bullshit. Um, <laughs> Sam voted for Mickey Mouse for
1: the 10th year in a row. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, it's
2: yeah, he, it's weird so because he, like
1: do what? He says he doesn't feel guilty. That's all I have to say.
2: Yeah. He he says he doesn't feel guilty and um he, he definitely wants Dean's help to try to get back his get his soul. Um who is going to save yeah, like, his soul, Chris?
1: Who who is who's gonna do? It? I like the last line of um I was that other Sam for a long time and it was kind of harder, but there are also things that I remember. And then long pause, long dramatic pause. Let's just say I should probably go back to being him. And Dean's response to him is, that's very interesting. Well, oh, that's a step. So, uh, we got to do, what we got to do. And, and we get my brother back.
2: Yeah, it's, and that's, and that's a good ending. Like I'm, I'm into this. Mm-hmm. Like, this is fine. I'm, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all in. Um, I'd, I feel weird about this episode. I always feel weird when we skip through episodes like this because I feel like mm. I'm missing something or we're not doing the episode justice. But I feel like, especially having watched it twice for, specifically for this podcast that, um, the episode didn't really do me justice.
1: Right. And um, this, we're just trying to take this curse and do something
2: good with it because this this literally cursed. The, <laughs> the cursed episode <laughs> the cursed episode of this podcast and just do anything good with it. So, uh, yeah, I, I think like this is okay. Like this is, seems like a pretty, d- you know, decent mid season episode. It doesn't really go a lot of places. It's, you know this this guy's a creeper and that's kind of funny and that's really about it um Mm -hmm. so yeah i don't don't really have a lot to say about this episode i'm looking forward to next week because we get an introduction to fairies Hmm. oh goodness okay yeah um do you want to do you want to get out of here like this is gonna be one of our shorter episodes except for the uh four hours of outtakes (laughs) it's gonna describe all of our cursed episode business
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. um yeah i think i'm good are you good jeremy my friend
2: I am. I think I'm good for today. Let's uh, let's let's get out of here. Let's thank all of our listeners. We really really appreciate yeah, thanks, you. Guys. We um, if you're listening and you haven't taken the time to write an iTunes review, uh, I would very much encourage you to do so. It it helps the podcast out in ways that are both foreign and magical to us. We don't really understand how it happens. Yeah. We just know that it does. Um, so uh, well, I can tell you
1: do- that's, that that iTunes won't show you any Supernatural podcasts anymore. I think I've complained about that before. You type in yeah. Supernatural, you're just getting ghost podcasts now. It's a real pain in the butt.
2: It's a pain in the butt. So any, um, if you can leave a review, that's helpful. If you can tell your Supernatural friends, that's really, really nice. Um, spread the word. I'm trying to actively like do some more work on our Tumblr. So if you have a, uh, a Tumblr that you like to, to blog from, I'm, I'm putting some stuff up on our Tumblr, which is oh god I should have prepared this before it's monster of the week podcast maybe at tumblr.com <laughs> yes uh, monster of the week podcast.tumblr.com um, so if you can follow us over there I will follow you back I promise we will be muties, muties, as I like to call it don't,
1: don't ever don't ever say that again please
2: <laughs> we're gonna be muties, Chris Knock Chris you and I are muties,
1: Jeremy we've had a good thing going for a long time here
2: <laughs> don't blow it uh we also have an instagram and twitter and all that stuff uh more importantly we have a patreon oh yes you well, tell that, old thing. Uh, <laughs> that, yeah, that old thing uh yeah
1: patreon.com slash monster of the week um we have been talking a while for the bonus episodes that we want to do i owe some people some postcards that's the thing that i gotta send out um we we have a lot coming i'm just gonna say we already have another bonus type thing planned which isn't necessarily part of the patreon but you can help us to create more of this kind of thing if um, if you want to go over there, so and we greatly appreciate any help that anybody gives
2: it really really does help uh patreon has changed their like service fee agreement stuff and uh, we're not gonna get into that here but we know that it's going to be a burden on our patrons believe me if uh if we could take those fees away from you if we could opt in to pay those i would do that um, hopefully patreon will do that and it's uh the changes they're making is specifically a burden on small donor patrons like if you yeah. if you patron a lot of people at the one to five dollar area you're, you're your total commitment's going to go up a little bit so i have written to patreon to uh ask them to reverse these changes i would encourage you to do the same just write a you know a polite but maybe strongly worded email uh and just request them not to do this thing that's costing more people money and uh doing it in the name of creators who like the old system so uh thank mm-hmm. you if you do that and you're sticking with us. we really really appreciate it through that Seriously. Uh, this is this has been a long admin section. Enjoy the uh, the cursed episode outtakes. I'm sure they're going to be really funny. And uh, we love you guys. We'll see you next week with another episode of Monster of the Week. Bye. Okay. I don't remember this episode at all. I should have rewatched these last night. Same. You know what? We're going to have fun yeah um keep it brief
1: uh keep it light and we'll just say hey you know what i'm drinking
2: <laughs> i've been drinking i've been drinking um i don't remember this hello newman line <laughs> who <Okay>. said that <laughs> oh that was dean to that guy man I, sh- I make really bad notes same dude this is gonna be a disaster this <laughs> is <laughs> What are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> I'll do it tomorrow. I don't care. Because <laughs> we might need to... Because re- I don't mind, like, running through it. I thought you were going to talk about uh, the Witcher books for some reason. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Autumn is way into them. She's like, have you met Unifer yet? And I'm like, no, I haven't. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I've met her. I've met Unifer. So is she in the book? She goes, no, she, she just said... Uh, um, he just said that something reminded him of Unifer, and he didn't want to talk about it. So I was wondering if she was dead, and I'm like, well, I've only played like the first, like you know, maybe ten hours of the third of the mm-hmm. third game in the series. So like, she's in that; she's not dead. So
1: yeah, okay, it's, cool. Uh, that's the only reason I, I like Yennefer is because of her role in Gare- like I don't I don't know if I like Yennefer, but I, I ship a I shipper with Geralt. It's important. <laughs> I don't. I don't care.
2: Um, <laughs> Triss is the redhead, right? Unfer yeah. is the dark headed one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's
1: I don't okay. really care either. I just pretend like I care a lot. You,
2: you care. You care a lot, Chris. You can tell. I me. Care, okay. I, just, I care just, so just lean into much. It.
1: I care because in The Witcher two, I was all about Triss, and then I came back in The Witcher three after reading the books, and I was like, I was so wrong, and now I have to but double Tris. down. I have to double down on Unfer to make up for the fact that I was a Triss fan. <laughs>
2: I've recorded um, a podcast about the movie Get Shorty. Have you ever seen the movie Get Shorty?
1: No, I haven't. It always comes up in my life for some reason. People are like, have you seen that? I'm like, nope, still haven't.
2: <laughs> I'm not going to tell you to like go seek it out and watch it. Like, it's not worth that. But, like, it, it hit in 1995, like, immediately after Pulp Fiction. So, like, John Travolta was cool again. And, like, it yeah. was one of those, like, it's based on an Elmore Leonard no- novel, which I mm-hmm. didn't realize at the time because uh, I didn't know who the fuck Elmore Leonard was when I was 15 years old. Um, but like it so it has a like kind of witty dialogue thing happening for it and um it's so it like ended up being like one of my favorite like movies of all time right like and mm-hmm. just but again 1995 so it's like almost 30 years old at this point um is it 30 20 years old whatever math Anyway, uh, I was on this podcast about it, and they were asking me to describe um, Supernatural. Actually, I have several stories about this podcast for you. <laughs> Number one, they asked me to describe our podcast, and I was and I was telling um, Amelie about it. Amelie is this um, – I don't – she works in Austin as a graphic designer or whatever, and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much only familiar with um, uh supernatural through like all of the weird stuff on tumblr i was like well i'm so sorry (laughs) number one i said like (laughs) it took us like it took us a minute before we like but this and i was kind of telling her like it took us a minute before we realized like we were really serious about it so we're like like goofy or girly or like fangirly about it and but we're we're very into it like but at the same time we're like we're not afraid to call it out on thing it was just one of those things of being like sincere about the things that you like right right which is, it was tied into Get Shorty because, like, as goofy as that movie is now, and it's not even really that goofy, like, it's got some good performances, but it's, it's a very silly movie to be watching in 2017, and it's, <laughs> like, but I'm still, like, sincerely into it. Like, I'm, I'm kind of into it. <laughs> then she asked me, she's like, do you remember a, um, an episode of Supernatural where, like, a biker guy gets killed by a zombie? and i was like yeah i think so like there's the zombies come back to life he's like in his trailer like camper thing or whatever and she's like yeah that's it and i was like yeah what 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 about this particular scene it's in the episode <laughs> of like dead uh, dead men don't wear plaid like we're the mm-hmm. um and she says well that that guy is my friend I was like, really? You know this dude in real life? He's like, she's he's like, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I'm he's one of my good friends, been a good friend of mine for a long time. I was like, well, you can tell him for me that he wore some stupid fucking clothing. Like, I don't know what they <laughs> what why they dressed him up like that. And she started laughing. She's like, Jeremy, I have to tell you, that's his real clothes. <laughs> I said, excuse me. That's she sad. said, yeah, absolutely. They, apparently, when they when he came on set, he, they were like, yeah, actually, this is can we pay you just another hundred bucks so you can wear this on set? This is exactly what we were kind of looking for the, the look. And he, he was like, yeah, sure. And yeah, I was like, well, don't tell him that I said that his clothing was stupid. She goes, Oh, I'm totally going to tell him. I was fucking with him the, the, for the, for a long time. I was like, okay, cool. That's awesome.
1: Weird connections.
2: But. And, uh, one of the dudes that plays in get shorty is on two separate episodes of supernatural. Well, 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 more so, connections, more connections. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's plan on, on kicking it out one more day. That I mean, yeah. we've got we've got this week's episode done. So, um,
1: so this is for next week.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because how did it, we
1: get caught up? We got caught up so fast. I thought we I were going to stay we, ahead. We, we missed
2: one week, Chris. Oh. <laughs> and we we had we had a buffer of two weeks, and then we missed one week. Damn it! <laughs> but that's that's no big deal. Like, um, I uh, yeah, I should be able to do it. Yeah, I think so. So, um, okay, just yeah i guess let's just plan on doing some more okay but what am i gonna do with all these bants in the meantime that we did what are you gonna do with all these what (laughs) bants oh i use your word chris (laughs) this is your word (laughs) it's true i do like that word i'm uh i'm salt reporting uh on wednesday
1: oh Yeah, making your
2: invite your high school debut can you call
1: yeah, it your high so- school or your debut into high society and see if any of the uh, girls pick up on it it's a very uh, very anime thing to say
2: I'll, I'll definitely do it i'll debut to high society cool well yeah let's let's just plan on meeting up tomorrow then and we'll watch we'll watch some episodes in the meantime
1: okay i'm just gonna drink this beer and edit this podcast and
2: carry on my merry way Carry on, my wayward son. Carry on. Carry
1: bro. carry on, my
2: wayward my wayward bro. My wayward bro. <laughs> All right, dude. I'll uh, I'll holler at you later. Okay, later. Well, well, well. I cannot hear you.
1: <laughs> Here I am. There you are. Always gotta remember to mute and unmute.
2: Rock you like a hurricane. Stop. You don't like that song. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. It's, fine. You don't listen, it's not on your your Spotify. Twenty seventeen. This is your year, whatever thing.
1: No, I don't use Spotify, so I couldn't. I couldn't play along with everybody. I was really sad.
2: Oh, that's lame. That's very very yeah. lame. <laughs> you just doing nothing but sleeping and gaming.
1: Pretty much. I, barely, I did not leave my bedroom very often. I made breakfast, That's and nice. then I left I just left everything else up to Jess.
2: <laughs> <laughs> did she come through, though? Did she? Did she come through with the dinner and the lunch?
1: Yeah, we good. Mm. Hmm. No, I made lunch, too. I made lunch, too. Good for you. Making some hogs? I made just like I, I was like yo Jess, you know what you know what we need right now a couple hogs. She couple was like I hogs.
2: It's some bugs. I got to go. <laughs> I got to get out of here. <laughs> I got to go, Gary. <laughs> I'm always worried because I I talk to Gary Butterfield so much. I'm always worried when I say make a Gary joke on this podcast people aren't going to realize that it's it's I'm making fun of your dad not my but friend Butterfield.
1: That's Gary my dad. It's <laughs> my dad's name. Uh he's a big big fan of Supernatural, so <laughs>
2: So, can I, um, can I send you a screenshot of something that happened to me today? Sure thing. Since we're talking about dads. <laughs> Hold on. I, I forgot that I hadn't actually taken the screenshot yet. So, um, <laughs> me and my dad don't like text much or anything because I don't know. Like, the, the, I, the dude texts a lot. Like, my dad has a Snapchat. But like when I text him, he just doesn't respond. So then I just stop texting him, right? Like not trying Mm -hmm. to be a dick, but like, why would you, why would you go through the effort if someone's just not going to respond to you? Right. So we had lunch today um, and we talked about going to see Star Wars and I'm off uh, this like for the rest of the year, basically after tomorrow. So I was like, Hey, yo, on Friday, uh, let's go see Star Wars. And then this, this was the conversation that happened. Just no. <laughs> just <laughs> just serves seating no. pretty good seats. I can pull the trigger right now. No, <laughs> no, no. Like no, like I'm surfing emoji or whatever. Like to, as if to say, <laughs> I've I've got some plans. Like I'm I'm busy. And granted, like it's eight forty five in the morning. I realize I'm proposing to go see this movie at a ridiculous time. But also, like I figured that dude wanted to get like you know get gone. Like get you get right. it out of
1: your system. Right. Nope, I guess not. It's a shame that Kingdom Hearts got so crazy, because there's, there's a real there's a real sweet story going on in that first game. You know, it's just about friendship, and having a good heart. You just believe it in yourself, just some real classic classic good shit. And it's funny telling Jeremy this story about how I played for Kingdom Hearts 1 for like 8 hours on Saturday, because I just had nothing going on, I needed to de-stress and relax. And that just ended up being what I did. And it reminded me of the day, I think I was 11 years old (laughs) when Kingdom Hearts came out. And I got it like a couple weeks after it came out. I was super excited for it because I loved Final Fantasy and I was 11. So I still loved Disney a whole lot. And playing that game for so long that I almost peed my pants because I was so excited to play it. And I just did not want to look away from my PS2. I was hooked on that. There's something about the game as silly and ridiculous as it is. There's there's a weird kind of like sentimentality to it. There's there's something very nice about Kingdom Hearts. As, as wacky as it is, it just make makes me feel good inside. I think it does that for a lot of people. I think that's why people put up with the insanity of the story. Um, but there's just something like sweet. Like if you played the game, the beginning area, you're running around on this little island, this cute little beach, you're just having a good time. You're like hanging out with your friends, and it has just like a nice peaceful vibe to it. And there's something about that. It's it just feels good. Just feels good to play that game. And um... If you've never played Kingdom Hearts, you can pick it up on PS4 or PS3 or PS2, any of, any of those things. Um, you can ignore some of the craziness and just play through that first game. It's actually like a good video game. I mean, the story is bonkers, but like it plays well. It's an action RPG. It plays well. Um, but I th- weirdly, I think playing Kingdom Hearts by accident was like the thing I needed to make myself feel better. So, if, hey, if you're feeling down with dumps, listener, go check out Kingdom Hearts. Jeremy, I hope I want you to cut in simple and clean right here. When you walk away, you don't hear me say. When you
0: walk away, you don't hear me say, please, oh baby, don't go simple and clean as the way that you're making me feel tonight. It's hard to let it
1: go. It'll, I mean, you can keep in the part of me saying, "I know you're gonna want to," but like, drop, the, drop the song in. Be good for everybody.
0: You're giving me so many things lately. You're all I like need. Oh, you smiled
1: at me. I, I guess and that's all said, for. I have to say. Honestly, it turns out that the, um, the real Kingdom Hearts was the friends we made along the way. And I, I think that, that that meme has never been more apt than with Kingdom Hearts. i going to read you a quote from Yoshinori Kitase, who is the director of um, Kingdom Hearts, I believe. And uh, Tetsuya Nomura, excuse me, Yoshinori Kitase and Tetsuya Nomura, who worked on Kingdom Hearts. So uh, Kitase said, I remember Nomura-san burst into my office one day in a severe panic. It was hard to get any straight answers from him. He had this wild look in his eye, and he seemed to be frustrated with the limits of spoken language. Finally, he just screamed directly into my face, One day, I will make Donald Duck fight Cloud. And he ran out. We didn't see him for three weeks after that. And this is Nomura responding to that comment. No one understood back then. The cast of Final Fantasy VII are legally my children. I didn't want any of them to have to fight Donald Duck, but I had seen that it was going to come. That's the kind of absurdity that Kingdom Hearts has brought into this world. And it delighted my 11-year-old brain to no end. And I think it still does. I've only played Kingdom Hearts 1 and Kingdom Hearts 2. I know there's like 5,000 spinoffs that are actually part of the main story. And I, I think I'm going to try and play them all this year, because why the heck not? Um, well, there's probably a lot of reasons why not. But having only played those two games, you know, there's a lot of love there. There's a, lot, there's a lot of heart, a lot of warmth. I think I already said all this. I'm just stoned, because I can hear Jeremy talking on the phone in the other room. He's doing a work call, so I'm here drinking some tea out of a Harry Potter mug talking to my good friends about Kingdom Hearts on my Supernatural podcast. What is going on in my life? I just hope that Jeremy really does take the time to show how much he cares about me. To sort of just layer in. Once I I cued in simple and clean, I hope that he just... He laid it in, and it's still playing right now, and and you all know that simple and clean is the way that you're making me feel tonight. I wonder how much crossover there is between Kingdom Hearts fandom and the Supernatural fandom. Probably a surprising amount. Listeners of Monster of the Week, not not so sure how much those things kind of what the cross section on those is like. I mean, while we're here, I guess I can I can talk about Sora. Uh, the main character, Kingdom Hearts, he's got huge shoes, huge banana feet. What's going on with that? He's like, you know, five feet tall, but he's he's wearing size 16 shoes. That's the same size I wear. I wear size 16 shoes. They're they're big and they're cumbersome. I'm only six feet, then they don't even. They, I'm six feet tall, but those shoes don't make sense on me. How they gonna make sense on five foot Sora? He's 14 years old. What's going on with those big banana feet? Somebody tell me. It's gotta be. It's to be some lore reasons why to help him stand, give him good balance. I tell you what, they don't give me good balance. They just help me fall upstairs a lot gotten pretty good in my old age at not tripping over my own feet but it still happens every once in a while just catch me off guard when I was in high school college that sort of thing definitely embarrassed me but at this point you can't be just I can't be embarrassed by my own body anymore I just, I just, I just gotta believe I just going to believe that it's okay if I'm I've gotten good at not falling on my face when I when I do actually trip and you know what that's that's gonna be worth something my balance is pretty good despite that the, these hooks that are just catching on stairs taking me down these Big-ass Dumbo feet. Anyway, that's just me. Okay, I'm back. Oh, hey, what's up? Sorry about that. No, it's cool. Sorry about what you're going to have to listen to when you (laughs) get (laughs) back.
2: Why? Were you talking the entire time? I I wasn't not talking. (laughs)
1: Hey, by the way, I just I just pre-ordered Shadow of the Colossus on Amazon, the special edition. Did you? <laughs> I just didn't. I didn't know if you were on the lookout for that, so
2: just thought I'd give you a heads up. You saw that I texted you that shit earlier today, right?
1: Well, that was a GameStop link. They don't have uh, Day One, delivery, so yeah.
2: Well,
1: Amazon probably won't have Day One. I was one about to say, either. like Amazon.
2: Why are you doing this to yourself, Chris? Um, because I have to just I have to believe. I, hey, uh, Jeremy. The I, true Kingdom Hearts are the friends we made along the way. Okay. Can I get this all of the special edition stuff and just order a digital copy of the game? Because that's that's where I'm at in my life. Like, I want the shitty art, shitty art book. I want the folded up poster that I'll never actually use or anything. But I also just want the game on my hard drive. But I don't want to have to buy it twice.
1: What, well, if what, you download what what it do? from if you download it from the PSN store, you probably get a free theme. Which really, you're going to look at that more than you're going to have a look at an art book.
2: It better be as dope as the near theme I'm using right now, though, because the near theme is, is, is pretty dope.
1: I um, I have a Dishonored Two theme. I haven't played Dishonored Two yet, but the music was really, really good <laughs> in the theme, so I just
2: used it. I think the there's there's only been two themes where I've let the music play. One was um the Day of the Tentacle that remastered oh. version that came out, which was really, really good, and then uh the Firewatch. Uh, oh, that's theme. a good one. Yeah. yeah, I love that Firewatch theme so much because it has the little birds that fly. Uh, hey,
1: can you hear me? Yeah, my, I think my computer is turning off.
2: Oh no! Um, hold on. That that would be a negative thing for a podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just heads up in case it like doesn't come back. Can you still hear me?
2: Mm-hmm. I'm you're you're talking.
1: Okay, my screen turned off,
2: but like, did my screen just fry? Hello. 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 This
1: is weird. Maybe I can just change um, HDMI ports. I need to super weird no signal okay um, give me a second Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm taking my headphones out just so I won't hear you fuck no signal what the
2: hell but your computer is working so, but your monitor is not
1: my on yeah I think the monitor
2: just shit shit the bed this is going to be an interesting <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be able to save my shit because I can't see it Um, is was I was gonna say is like audacity your active window. Uh, yeah, I think so. Because we could do like a keyboard shortcut thing, but you probably wouldn't be able to confirm that anything works. This is bogus. This is totally bogus.
1: Do I have it on the screen in here somewhere? It's like I have an old shitty monitor that I like decided not to use.
2: You want to go look for it? I'm good. I'm chill.
1: At least this is happening before the actual episode started. Yeah, let me see if I have it in here.
2: Hey, everybody. It's ITJ here. (laughs) This is the IT with Jeremy video channel. And I am here to help Chris solve his HDMI issues on his monitor. Problem number one, Chris... Why are you still using HDMI? Don't you know everybody has moved to the DVAD format? What even the fuck are you even trying to do? How are you going to miss out on all these 4800Ps if you're still using something that only supports 1440p? P? cannot believe how, how much of a... That's just, just a non-tech person you are, Chris. At ITJ, we also just make fun of the people that we're helping, by the way, in case you're new to the channel. Please like and subscribe. <laughs>
1: I'm back i don't know i don't know what the fuck just happened but i'm back <laughs> <laughs> did your hdmi cable fall out it didn't i just i took it out and i put it in the other hdmi port and then nothing happened uh-huh. and i just put it back in the original one and here it is so
2: uh s- let's for let's for fucking record this podcast santa is bringing <laughs> you a, <laughs> Seriously. A, a laptop let me let me
1: hear those sleigh bells say that because i need that <laughs> but it was that intro was better than the podcast.
2: <laughs> hey, the world is littered with the corpses of podcasts that we lost along the way. Mm-hmm. Right. Like mm-hmm. you can't, you're not going to storm the, whatever the version of whatever the podcast version of Normandy beach is and not lose some podcast along the way while you take it. That's right? right. Like that's, that's why we have that's those right. podcast memorials in the country. That's right. To honor those podcast servicemen. <laughs> I'm really I'm really reaching with this metaphor. <laughs> BT dubs. Let's talk about these hunks before we lose it. Let's do it.
1: <clears throat> How do we do this podcast, Chris? I'm Jeremy Greer, I'm Chris Moser.
2: This is Monster the Week. This is Monster of the this Week, a creepy
1: but necessary podcast where we cover every episode of the TV show, <laughs> Supernatural. What's
2: up, guys? <laughs> How you doing, Chris? That's usually what we say. Yes. I do I usually say something like that. I might, I might mix it up just to put you oh wait you know what hold on i gotta be I'll be, be right back
1: okay when you please oh jeremy don't, don't
0: go simple,
1: and simple,
0: and please, please.
2: Okay, let's do the thing so that I can just uh, just ignore everything else that's happening in my life. <clears throat> sure, sure. I'm Jeremy Greer.
1: I'm Chris Mosier.
2: And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I cover every single episode of the TV show Supernatural. And we're back! It feels like it's been a long time, Chris. Like, this is the weird thing with our schedule, is it feels like I haven't spoken to you or done this podcast in approximately 17 years, but like to the listeners, it's just been another seven days of their sad, miserable lives as they wait for a podcast to be released.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And we were so far ahead. we We were rocking towards season seven. And everybody else was like, can not wait to start season six? I was like, yes, see you later, chumps. And now here we are. We're just, we're just we're caught up with everybody. Sorry we're I just, called you guys chumps. Not. We're just
2: <laughs> watching along with the plebes, yeah. <laughs> a.k.a. our listeners, which we're actively yeah. <laughs> insulting right now, which I think is a good time to bring up the fact that you can pay us to do this podcast mm-hmm. if you would like to. Uh, Patreon.com slash monster of the week. We have all kinds of cool rewards and uh, cool goals that we want to meet. Um, Patreon has had some weird issues of late, which we're not going to get into here, but uh, if you guys could still support us, that would be really, really, really really rad and uh yeah that would that would be great and we want to thank one of our one of our early listeners one of our one of our one of our biggest supporters um is a is a lady named Sneasel who uh was one of the first people to jump on the show and has been with us since the very beginning so thank you for supporting us Sneasel we love you Yeah, thank you I've never met Sneasel so it's really easy to say stuff like we love you even though, right. like, I think it would be a lot weirder if I had met Sneasel in person. Like, I would probably never say that to Sneasel if I met her in person. Af- without, like, sure. after having known her, like, I would have to, ha- you know, know her for a while. Yeah, what if I, I approached, about, any, can, can if if I approached anybody and I,
1: and I told them that I loved them, I think I'd be in big trouble. So, with that, let's hit them with the road so far, because it's been, it's been a doozy season six. Sam is back from hell, we don't know why. Samuel, you know, Grandpa Campbell, he's back from heaven, question mark, and we mm. don't know why. There's been some weird stuff going on in that department. Dean has been left in the dark. And most recently, Sam let Dean get turned into a vampire so they could get some info on the alpha vamp. They got that. They somehow cured Dean. And now we're left with Sam lying to basically the goddess of truth, which he's not supposed to be able to do. And we're left with uh, Dean pummeling Sam's face in because he's like, hey, you're not my brother. This is weird. And yeah, you can tell that I didn't write that down, but I feel like I still did a pretty serviceable job.
2: Chris, I have to say, I know you've been practicing removing the ums from your speech because of your other mm-hmm. podcast, uh, The Pretenders Guild. Everybody, go check that out <laughs> up on iTunes and uh, various other services. And I have to say, yeah, you, 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 you did a wonderful job. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm still trying to exercise the word like from my vocabulary. Like I and see, I just did it right there. And it's really difficult to do. So it ain't um, easy. I am confused about these two episodes so uh to to give the listeners some some background like chris mentioned earlier we were we were several episodes ahead like we wanted to get to a spot where we were we had several episodes recorded and edited and and done so that we could just kind of get ahead of everybody we wanted to we wanted to kind of be ahead of the curve for season six for a variety of reasons uh so we watched these and we had plans to record and because My house is a money pit that I'm doing nothing but sinking money into, and I have to fix it all the time. Uh, We we had to kind of delay those reasons, delay that recording, and then... Things just happened. Life got in the way, right, Chris? Like, we just had, we had an adventure (laughs) over the last few weeks. Um, Not a great one. An adventure adventure into despair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not a particularly great thing that I like to repeat anytime soon. But what it it means for the listeners and for us is that we completely forgot what these two episodes were about. So when we did sit down... (laughs) I think this was last week. We sat down to record these episodes. Like I was reading through my notes, and I don't know what it was, Chris. I didn't remember anything about these two. I just didn't. I had no idea what was going on. I've got audio from that too. That's pro- some of that will probably be in the outtakes for this week. <laughs> yeah, there
1: was. Um, there, there's some pretty key moments that I definitely remember from the from these episodes, but my memory on them is is less. Uh, it, I'm going to be less accurate, I think, than I usually am when it comes to these
2: episodes. <laughs> yeah, just apologies in advance. I uh, I went back and rewatched these episodes. I was lucky enough to get home a little early tonight, so I was able to cram these two episodes in while you were cramming some dogs. So uh, I, I feel like I'm going to be a little bit. What you don't like, people? You don't like you? You want to cut that out? That you were cramming some dogs before the podcast? Oh, <laughs> leave them in, It's fine. It's, it's okay. People cram dogs all the time, and you're not alone. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh but i I think I'm gonna be a little bit more on the spot than you are, but I think we can get through this together and I think that it's not our fault we don't particularly remember these two episodes uh <laughs> outside <laughs> of a couple of events in the first one, which is family matters I don't necessarily think a lot happens in this like it's it's kind of a it's kind of a, just a buyer number of supernatural episodes and yeah. i eh, i don't know i'm not I like it. Like I'm not. I don't dislike it. Let me say that. But it's it's definitely two. They are definitely two episodes that I could I could take or leave.
1: Yeah, for sure. There's um as much as there's big reveals going on. And we should just get into it, it. It's not um. There's not a whole lot going on that kind of breaks the mold. So uh, with that, you want to hit us with that episode synopsis, which is really going to tell us everything that happens. So,
2: <laughs> Family Matters is the uh, season six, episode seven episode that we're covering today, written by Andrew Dabb and Daniel Laughlin. Some two familiar names that we know from previous seasons, directed by Guy B, an unfamiliar name to us. This was aired on November 5th, 2010. Dean becomes suspicious of Samuel's motives, but Sam isn't sold on the idea that their grandfather is doing anything wrong. The brothers go along on a hunt with Samuel and the other Campbells, but things go terribly awry. Now that is how you fucking do a synopsis. Yeah. They left out the entire whole reveal at the beginning of the episode, which I'm really proud of them for doing. I mean, like it's at the beginning, too. This was to be a, this would be perfectly okay to reveal because it's one, two, three. It's my fourth note on this mm-hmm. list, and I write garbage notes. It's, like, <laughs> one of those notes is then. It's what happened in the then thing at the very beginning of the episode. So,
1: yeah. So it has been interesting doing season six while tiptoeing around the truth because, as you know, season four, I feel like we had a little bit of that where... We knew what Sam was doing was wrong and we knew that Ruby was bad, but we had to kind of work around that a little bit. I don't know if we did a great job of that, but with, uh, season six, we've been trying to, I know I've been trying to, to approach it from the perspective, uh, of how I was when I first watched the season, because Mm -hmm. as we're going to find out, there's been something seriously wrong with Sam since episode one of season six. And, and it's been reflected in just about i would go so he, far
2: to say that there's been something seriously wrong with season six or excuse me with sam since episode one of season one but sure go i think ahead. that's
1: probably fair yeah he, i mean i'm a whole new level of freak is you know it's a real quote mm-hmm. so it has been it's been interesting to get to this point i think that we have discussed and this has been a little bit of a topic of discussion in the discord a little bit how season six is more enjoyable on uh a second watch because you start to understand everything that's happening you you understand what has colored the events of the first six episodes without uh damn it my computer <laughs> turned off again
2: are you serious yeah you're also doing like a weird clicking thing that um i'm not sure if that's an like internet with, thing or if that's recording my, like that as well Okay, what the fuck. do you want to uh take a quick break and then just restart your computer you that would help. I don't want to lose all this audio. Oh, I mean, like get your get your get your stuff back, and then restore your computer. <laughs> get your signal back, and then, of course, if it's if it's not saying if a signal is it your because uh, that was a good amount of time. Like, you think your screensaver is kicking in and it's not resuming from like a screensaver? I don't or
1: know. I have no. I've never had a screensaver before on this. <laughs> well,
0: this is a disaster.
1: We were getting into it.
2: This episode's never going to get recorded. <laughs> it's the cursed episode. It'll be fun.
1: This is a cursed episode. That's what we're going to have like title. It, just the cursed episode.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent.
1: All right, I'm going to go see if I can find that other monitor. This is very silly. I'll be right back.
2: I'm chilling. Um, I suppose I should do something funny now that Chris is left, but um. Instead, I'm just going to be very real with you and to tell you that my, the balance between my work life and my home life are are, are they're not balanced right now. They're they're headbutting with each each other. I have a I have a fairly important meeting tomorrow at ten thirty in the morning that I need to be at in order to ensure my financial security over the over the year 2018. Uh, like I don't know for sure that like things will, that that would will mean that. Like I don't know for sure that I'll sell this guy for 2018 tomorrow. But I do know that if I don't go, I definitely won't sell this guy. So I have to be there. But at the same time, as, as you may or may not know from me talking about it on various different casts, I'm remodeling my house right now. And, uh... Excuse me. I'm remodeling my house right now, and they're rebuilding my shower. So I, uh... Tomorrow at 9 in the morning, I have a plumber arriving, and he has to reinstall all of this plumbing business Um, basically like the shower hookups and then he also has to move the shower drain because apparently it's it's too close to something i don't know i don't i don't fucking understand any of this stuff but it has to be done my contractor guy said like i'm not a licensed plumber you need a guy to come out here and do that so I, i got a guy he's gonna come out here and do it problem is i could i could meet him here at nine i could tell him what to do and then But then it's two and a half hours to the place where the appointment is at 10.30. So the timing doesn't really work out. So now, I really don't know what the fuck to do. And I'm just kind of nervous about it. And the funny thing is, like, this podcast will be out this Thursday. Assuming, of course, Chris can get his shit together. But and so this will all have happened today is monday this will all happen tuesday so this will all be over with like about by, by, like, thursday Jay. like the Jay that you know as you're listening to this podcast this problem is already going to be solved somehow i don't i don't know what's gonna what's gonna break so uh I, yeah i don't i don't know <laughs> Also, here's a funny story. Uh, I was going to tell Chris this, but we kind of rushed through the, the uh, our, our normal things because his computer was having problems. Uh, I went to the supply store and bought a bunch of stuff for my house. So, like, new toilets. And you can't, I don't know if you guys know this, you can't just buy a new toilet. Like, you have to buy, there's three separate components that you buy. And then uh, there's also, like, various hookups and seals and things. Um, at the same time, I bought, like, all of the new valves and the uh, you know shower head and all that stuff that we're putting in this new shower it gets loaded up in my truck uh, the guy says like hey let me get that uh, let me get your ticket I'm like okay yeah yeah let me get that ticket he says it's in the front come walk with me so I go walk with me and I get the ticket and we review the ticket because some of the stuff is on back I want make sure that I understand like what I need to do jump in my truck take off um, I drive 30 minutes back to my house from this house get out of the truck realize my fucking tailgate was down the entire time <laughs> so uh, yeah, like, just literally anything could have fallen out of my truck. Luckily, of the, uh, of everything in there, only one item fell out. Uh, but unluckily, it was the most expensive item on the list, which was the shower head. So, yeah, I had to buy another shower head. But it could have been worse. Like, I could have dropped two toilets into the street. Like, that would have been a big mess that I would have felt somewhat responsible for. Although... You know, I have to say, like, I definitely think that it's my fault that I didn't check my tailgate before my life. That's definitely, that's, a, that's an amateur move. That's not a hunt move at all. But at the same time, like, that dude was the one loading me up. So you would think that, like, after he loaded me up and put the last thing in, he would just pop that tailgate. Like, that seems like a very, like a, a, like a delivery, not a delivery guy, but like a dude that works in a warehouse loading trucks on day. It seems like that would be a no-brainer for him. Um, but he didn't. And, Yeah. I had to spend an extra however much money on a new shower head. Uh, I don't know why I'm being coy about that. The shower head was $200. I don't think that was what we paid do for a shower head for whatever reason we picked all this stuff out. So, uh, yeah, I think I'll buy another one of those. So, technically, it's a $400 shower head, which would literally be probably the most expensive shower head I have ever seen before? (laughs) Like, I don't... I don't know. They don't come with price tags a lot of the time, but, like, even in a nice hotel, I can't imagine them spending that much money on a shower head. I don't know. I wonder what the most expensive shower head you can buy. Let's just Google that real quick. Most expensive shower head available. Holy shit. The very first thing is from a link that says E-faucets, and it's $13,800. $13, Free shipping. No tax. Thank, Excellent. Thank you. Well. Chris so is back.
1: I'm missing the cords that I need for that other monitor
2: <laughs> do you want to uh kick this out till tomorrow bro i mean i've got like i was record, i was recording on both sides right like so i've got all of your audio it's it glitched a couple of times but nothing is unlistenable so like we can we can still salvage that and it'll be really funny when we put a whole episode in like a, for the first 10 minutes of an episode in an outtake that'll be a real funny thing to do yeah <laughs> and it literally will we'll be just the we're just gonna episode.
1: call it we'll call it the cursed episode i need to get this fixed fucking asap otherwise i can't do anything I don't understand. I don't want to like, I don't want to put it to sleep. And then I might just have to restart my computer. Yeah, just restart your computer dog. Okay. I guess I'm just going to restart my computer.
2: Okay. Um, if it, I'll hang out in discord and if it works, then yeah. Okay. If it does not work, then just text me and then we'll figure out what we're going to do from there. Okay. I'm going to stop recording now. So don't say anything funny. Okay, Chris. Can you can you hear me, Chris? Can you hear me? Hey, there you are. Yeah, I could.
1: He- Discord hadn't actually opened up yet when you uh, started talking.
2: Mm, okay. I could hear you there for a little
1: bit. I'm saving this audio as the cursed episode part one. What's up, guys? Logged on gamer here ready to go online for some gaming, uh, you can follow me on my Twitch account at on underscore gaming. Um, as long as those freaking fascists at Twitch don't quit banning my account uh, for claiming that I own the rights to the terms online and gaming. Uh, but that is a, an issue for another day. You can follow my podcast, which is also... Called logged on gamer without the underscore. Thankfully, iTunes hasn't stripped me of
2: my rights yet. Are you um? Are you connected with the <clears throat> America line on? Hi, I have logged online. You gotta watch out. I was just doing.
1: A, I was doing a whole bit outside of the podcast recording. <laughs>
2: group. So you realize that just means that you were doing a bit in your empty apartment by yourself. <laughs>
1: Right. I was gonna do it. I was in here, and then I had to close Discord real quick because it was being funky. And then I just started doing it, and then now, and now I'm back in. So I mean, I knew you'd hear it eventually.
2: <laughs> Look, I'm just glad that you're logged on. That's the most important thing.
1: The thing, the see so here's the thing is that I'm definitely logged on. Hold on, I have to upload a new MP3 file because somebody fucked it up this morning.
2: <laughs> it's okay, Chris. It'll be okay. Just deep it's breaths. Deep breaths. <sighs> so at the at the last minute, we're building this shower, right? And mm-hmm. like it's gonna be tile, it's gonna have a tile floor, it's gonna have tile walls, the whole nine. Like it's gonna be a like a like a shower. Um, and we bought this like niche thing to put in it, right? So you would have like a little built-in shelf thing. For sure. Which, which looks cool, right? Like, that, that's dope looking. And the guy's going to, like, tile yeah. around it and make it look all pretty. Uh, but I was looking at it, and I was like, man, that's, like, that's not a lot of niche. <laughs> like, there's just not a lot of... <laughs> that's maybe, like, three shampoo bottles and, like, a couple of things of soap, which is, like, fine for two people, but I'm thinking, like, well, maybe we should put another one in. So now... <laughs> you just,
1: you're starting to think, like, what if I need conditioner?
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. I mean,
1: I, let me see. Where's that niche? Oh, I mean that's a pretty it is a small niche. I am starting to worry about your shampoo because some shampoo bottles are large. I can't really gauge the depth on that niche right there.
2: Chris, I'm gonna just go ahead and let you know right now. Not that deep. Not that little, deep. Hmm. Yeah, I'm a little concerned. Because I like a big <laughs> shampoo bottle. I will use that combination shampoo conditioner, and it's big so I don't have to buy it all the time.
1: So yeah, I'm, I like I'm a big a, fat I'm ass bottle. A <laughs> and
2: then we're like the option is to have like this, this gorgeous shower that we're building, and then to hang some rinky Deke Walmart thing off the shower head, right? <laughs> to put that in, right? That's not great, right? Anyway,
1: you don't need that. You're trying yeah. to you're trying to get your fucking horse mane uh, shampoo in there. What is Hell that stuff yeah. called? I used to I mm-hmm. used to use that. Uh, what is no it? More mane Tears. and tail. It's called mane and tail. Here we go. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm about to leave. I put my goddamn hat on. That's the signal to everyone around me, hello, I'm no longer working, I'm wearing my hat.
2: I'm going to let you finish the I'm story, ready. but don't, don't pretend like we're not going to ask a lot of questions about the hat, by the way, so, but, but continue the story.
1: <laughs> so I put, my, I put my hat on, and, and then I walk away from my desk, I've got my jacket zipped up, I'm clearly done, and this motherfucker, <laughs> this motherfucker follows me to the bathroom. To ask me some dumbass question. And he's like, oh, are you going home? I'm like, motherfucker, do I look like I'm going home? Yes. Leave me alone. I'm going to take a week before I sit in traffic.
2: What could you possibly want? Motherfucker, if you follow me into the bathroom to discuss work stuff, that is the most, like, violation of... It's basic human fucking decency right there. Like, you just don't do that. Real close to giving him a fucking swirly, just to show him what the deal was. <laughs> he would fucking deserve it. Does he wear glasses? Crush up his glasses and flush them down. Yeah, the he road. does. That's what you have to do. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was an like, you accident. And then I crushed listen, them in you... front of your face as you begged me not to, and then flushed the remains.
1: You you made this bed, and now you go. Now you to drink it. <laughs> now you got to drown in it. As I like, flush the toilet on your head
2: fucking asshole follow you into so, the bathroom man like yeah. seriously i'm not i'm not into that at all no neither
1: nor am i so that's i'm, I'm gonna end it there because i could go on and on and i've complained for like seven hours on this cursed podcast here <laughs> i think we should get in we should well, get into it sooner than later before we, we lose
2: anything we should i agree but also um a hat are you are you just, in, are you in the cast of madman that you wear a hat to it's wear? Like, <laughs> <laughs> is it a no, it's like, is a, it uh, like a bowler hat
1: it's like a like a, like a stocking cap like you know, a you like a, a
2: stocking cap oh wait i forget it's that whatever. you live in the cold See, you, you have to realize like none of this it's, shit exists in louisiana like this sure, just sure, doesn't sure, exist sure. yeah
1: yeah it snowed all weekend it's cold as heck i keep gloves in my car year round because you never know
2: oh my god seems insane i keep napkins in my car that's about it <laughs> what mean, kind of car do you practical.
1: drive i try uh a kia uh forte it's it's new but it, I mean, it's not great but it's newer
2: ish yeah i'm, I'm not I'm, gonna, there's no shame man I'm, i mean i'm not, not, from, not here to, i'm not here to car shame you
1: God, i think it's it's from 2015 i think so it's that's i mean
2: yeah word, word.
1: we're doing all right it's got bluetooth that's what i that's what i said when i went to the dealership give me anything with bluetooth they're like how about <laughs> this sweet rig and i was like i can't afford that <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah I won't. do you have anything that without leather seats
1: that has bluetooth yeah <laughs> I, uh, I had to just keep dropping features i really wanted something with four-wheel drive because when it snows and i still have to fucking go to work even though it's just i'm in just snow snow snowland. i wanted to be able to drive safely without crashing my car i drove my car through a building once because of snow not a great feeling <laughs> so i, I wanted I to be careful no, I but know. i couldn't
2: afford it i did not know that <laughs> why did you do such yeah. a thing
1: it was okay, I didn't actually go through the building, but I drove my car into a building because of snow. I just was trying to stop and I couldn't because there was mm-hmm. so much ice and my car just wouldn't stop and I was going so fucking slow and thankfully I was going slow. But there was a car in front of me and I didn't want to hit the car, and so I swerved to the side thinking I'm going to hit the sidewalk and then my car is going to finally stop because there was mm-hmm. a big curb. I'm like I'm going to damage my car, but at least I won't hit that guy's car and then have that whole issue. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I did avoid I did avoid hitting that guy's car. And then I just went up over the sidewalk and I went to the side of this building and thankfully it didn't cause any damage to the building. It crushed a bench that was outside of the building. Uh, and then, uh, and then a cop tried to smash my window in because
2: he (laughs) thought I was trying to flee. Bench smasher. The first of his name. This,
1: this, this cop like started bashing my, my window to try and I guess arrest me because I just sat there like, Oh, well, okay. Uh, and then he, he came up to me and it was snowing super hard. And so I turned my car on to um, roll down my windows cuz I couldn't roll them down without the battery on. And I guess when I did that, he just freaked out and he started trying to break my window. And then I was like, "What are you what are you doing?" And he's like You're trying just, to flee I can't the roll scene. My down. <laughs> he was like, "You're trying to flee the scene." I was like, "No, I'm not. I'm waiting for you." <laughs> like I'm here. I cannot drive.
2: <laughs> you giant deal weed. Yeah. And I had to to court police. for it,
1: but then I it was fine. I but I did have to go to court for it for like my insurance thing. It sucked.
2: It all sucked. And I
1: was like, yo, fuck winter. Fuck that guy. I I guess in the end it worked out because I didn't get in any trouble.
2: That's the most important thing. Yeah. And I'm not dead. That's also an important thing. (laughs) I would, I would appreciate if you did not die. Number two. Hey Chris, could you do me a quick favor? Not Yeah, Shout out. What's up? Just, 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 I'm trying trying, to try not to die. These
1: people making it real hard.
2: Now, I've got a I've got a personal investment in you. I would rather you <laughs> not die. Just saying, right, just I'll saying. Hey, okay, and all you okay. listeners out there, that if this gets put in the outtakes, try not to die today. I would just appreciate that. That just as a favor to me, your your favorite podcaster besides Chris. Uh, try not to die.
0: Uh,
2: oh uh, yeah. Well, okay, um, so we, can you, you explain something? Bitch, can you explain something to me real quick? What's up, Dad? Whale. Dead whale you don't know about Dad whale you know about dead whale I mean just like I heard the phrase and Jake was like yeah, you yeah, need yeah. to ask your boy you yeah, need to ask your boy Chris and I was like okay I'll do that so here we are
1: a long long time ago on the chomp Chain podcast I wrote a a quiz now we're talking like we only had two microphones for the four of us this is a long time ago and I wrote a quiz where I would describe a game really poorly and then you would have to the other the other guys would have to guess what game it was. Good stuff. And f- for one of them, I don't remember what I said, but it ended with, like, so you, you're a ghost and your dad's a whale. And then it just became this <laughs> ongoing thing that every time that I talked about this game, it was like, you're a ghost and your dad's a whale. Uh, and your dad's a whale came up more often than, than I would like to admit. Because there's just a lot of times you'd be like, yeah, you know, you get to this boss and then, like, all of a sudden there's this big twist and you find out your dad's a whale. And you're like, oh, my God. Um... And do you know what? Do you know what that game is?
2: I want. It's got to be a Final Fantasy game. I don't remember because it came up in context, and Jake asked me. So I don't. I don't remember if he said it was ten or eight, but he said it was the one that you were talking about all of the time. I've played ten. Final Fantasy ten is like mm-hmm. the only Final Fantasy game I've played. I don't remember a Dadwell in ten, but then I could like literally tell you two things about that, three things about that game, and none of them involved dad whale. So I'm gonna guess eight.
1: Well, what are the two things you can tell me about Final Fantasy X or whatever?
2: Uh, the the ball game thing sucks. The, the yeah. blitzball or something is that uh-huh. what it's called?
1: Yes, that is what it's called.
2: Yeah, blitzball sucks. Um, there was a, that really awkward laughing thing, which I think I knew about before uh-huh. I played that game. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's so much worse in context. Like I know they were like trying to like force themselves. Like I know the I like, I know both sides of it. Like it's it's ridiculous, and I know that it was supposed to be ridiculous, but it's. Even if they're supposed to be ridiculous, it's it's ridiculous. So I'm just... Yeah, that's bad. And then so the, the, other, the, the okay, last ahead, thing I ahead. know is that the boss fight, the end boss is like fucking terribly hard. Like I like I think they expected me to like go grind or something, but I think I just stopped and googled the, the ending because I didn't care.
1: <laughs> um. So yeah, the other two things you need to know about Final Fantasy X is that you're a ghost and your dad's a whale. Oh, see, because that... I don't remember being... I don't... So the you would giant think that I would bad guy.
2: That. Mm-hmm. So first of all, spoilers for final fantasy, X. <laughs> yeah, um, which came out in 2001, maybe 2001, 2001. I was, I'm so old. I was 10 or 11 years old when it came out.
1: Yeah. Um, First of all, the laughing scene is not as bad as everybody said. I don't even care what you're saying. Yes, it's very awkward, but it makes sense. Yeah. They're all fucked up. They all have like PTSD from what just happened. And he's like, listen, we got to just keep trying to smile, right? Okay? Sure. And it's like, oh, shit. This They're is the crazy justific- now. This
2: is the justification I was trying to, to head off because I know that they were awkward and like everything is bad and it was supposed to be bad. But even if it's supposed to be bad, they didn't do a good job at that either. They're bad at supposed to be bad. That's all I'm saying. Listen, y'all are just
1: freaking haters.
2: Y'all, it's just me. I don't know anybody else that hates on that besides the Shoot. entire internet.
1: <laughs> yeah, except for the entire internet. Who's that?
2: Out of context. Um,
1: but you're, you're giant, absolutely like, right.
2: S- we should do a podcast. I agree. Before we get into yeah, Final the, gi- X- the giant bad
1: guy thing is is a, it's like a giant evil whale, and it's also his dad. So that's that's who's the bad guy? Of Final Fantasy Eight. Um. Final Fantasy VIII. It's this sorceress called Ultimacia.
2: What's her deal? She just doesn't like the world, or something.
1: Uh, there's a lot of, <laughs> Jeremy has a whole lot of a whole lot of
2: fan theories. Uh, give me, give me, a, give me a two sentence like structure here. Give me a two sentence summary.
1: Uh, well, she's trying to control time to get back something that she lost, or to control it. There's a lot of different things to, to stop herself losing her power. She's trying to control all of time.
2: I'm going to count that as one log on sentence and just stop you and say you did a good job.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's why I stopped there. <laughs> I have so
1: much more I could say. <laughs> All right, let's do this podcast before I get weird. <laughs>
2: okay, cool. Uh, yeah, because we have like probably four hours worth of extra content at this point. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually looked, but yeah.
1: I don't want to look. <laughs>
2: hey i I hate to break uh someone is driving on my driveway i have to be right back son of a gun cursed episode dog i'll be right back
1: cursed episode
2: listen to detachable penis i'm not gonna listen to detachable penis
1: what i am gonna do is read a random page um from the supernatural novel heart of the dragon holy moly okay let's see um i bet none of this is gonna be chapter 13 that's spooky Ooh, john okay John looked around at the room he'd been given at the. Emperor- <laughs> John looked around at the room he'd been given at the Emperor Norton Lodge on Ella Street. It had probably been a hotel once, but the decor looked like it was straight out of the 1960s. Were John still a teenager? That would have been fine, but times had changed, and the flower power wallpaper and garish, excuse me, garish carpet just didn't feel right. The place even had a rotary phone. John hadn't realized there were any of those left. Still, it was cheap. And that was what really mattered. I'm halfway through the fucking page, and it's just been him talking. Okay, it had been an all right. Excuse me, it had been all right at first. He and Mary had saved plenty of money. Okay, so it was. This is not. I want one of but our hunks. Here we go. Dad banished the spirit last time. Dean shot him a look. Emperor Norton. Sam paused before he replied. You don't know about Emperor Norton not unless you're talking about art carney's character on the honeymooners dean replied and i don't think he even made it into i don't think he even made it to grand high exalted mystic ruler of the raccoons sam laughed why that wasn't funny i can't believe you never heard the story joshua norton was a failed businessman who completely lost it in 1859 he declared himself norton The first, Emperor of the United States and Protector of Mexico. He dissolved Congress, created his own currency. Oh, and he also levied a fine of $25 on anyone who called the city Frisco. Dean snorted. What did he snort? Yeah, well, if we run across it, I'll give him a 20 20 and a 5. Nobody took him seriously, but everybody loved him. I guess this is Sam speaking again. And he had some good ideas. One of his decrees was that they should build the Bay Bridge and construct the BART. In fact, I think I remember reading a few years back that they tried to get their bridge renamed after him. Fine, so we'll stay in the royal suite and get some Chinese food. Meanwhile, there's dinner at- excuse me. Meanwhile, there's a diner at the next exit. It's very difficult to read because I have most of the lights off. <laughs> so my reading comprehension just not great. That's why I do podcasts. Sam looked up and saw a blue sign that indicated what eateries were available at the upcoming exit besides the- di- Excuse me. Besides the diner, there were three fast food joints and a Starbucks. Apparently Starbucks is a trademark, so you can just throw that right in your book. He was tempted to suggest that Starbucks, thanks to Dean's poker winnings, they could actually afford it. But they decided not to open that particular can of worms. They'd been back hunting together for a while now and things were going well. what is the can of worms about Starbucks? Like, is he gonna get diarrhea in the Abala because he has too much coffee? Anyway, but the wounds were still relatively fresh. It wasn't so much that Sam had started the apocalypse. Um, (laughs) Okay, let me read that one again. It wasn't so much that Sam had started the apocalypse. No, Sam thought to himself, that sucks. But what really hurt... (laughs) It wasn't so much that Sam started the apocalypse. No, Sam thought to himself, that sucks. But what really hurt Dean was that I trusted Ruby more than I did him. I lied to him and I betrayed him. He should have known better if there's one thing we've got to remember it's that we're better together than we are apart yeah yeah, dodo birds so he decided he didn't need to go to starbucks
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dean equates Sam wanting to go to starbucks to Sam betraying him for ruby That's he's like I don't want to bring up starbucks again because I don't want to upset Dean he might think I'm going to betray him again he just nodded as dean moved into the right lane albert was in a good mood when he woke up in that morning preferring a commute that only required him to go down a flight of stairs he maintained an apartment over shin's delight as he came out of the bathroom his cell phone rang i don't know who albert is i'm as lost as you are. at first albert had loved the invention of the cell phone mm-hmm. With cell phones he could talk to any of his people without delay and that had been very convenient, as he had solidified his power over Tommy Shin's branch of the tri- Triads. Oh, okay. Just as Tommy had been far ahead of, of the old man in the exploitation of technology, Albert had become even canier in its use. Unfortunately, so had law enforcement. does this have to do with Sam Dean? Just as he had used the phone to maintain a constant awareness of their activities, it had become ridiculously easy for the police to track down its people as well the disposable cell phone had alleviated the problem to a great degree easily purchased at any convenience store and impossible for the cops to tap into so Alba changed his cell phone once a month like clockwork the account's outplayed where are my guys hello hello now there's a John Winchester flashback again okay here we go hey Dean he said I've got something that might be useful. Remember Dad mentioning that professor up in Berkeley? Yeah, I think so, Dean replied. Why? Well, he's still there. He's the assistant chair of the Asian Studies Department now. Interesting. Might be a good idea to go talk with him. Climbing off his bed, Dean shrugged. Jeremy,
2: is that you? You. What's up, my dude? (laughs) I don't know if you could hear any of that. That was my neighbor. (laughs) And, uh, we had that cold snap, and apparently that put his uh, orange tree into bloom. So he was bringing back a big, uh, bring by a big bag of oranges. But, That's so, yeah.
1: fucking magical.
2: That's what happens out here, man. Like when we had chickens, <laughs> I would I would bring eggs to my to my neighbors, and then my neighbor, like my neighbor, showed up one day with just. An enormous bag of cucumbers, like the biggest fucking cucumbers you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. what am I supposed to do with 14 cucumbers? I don't, I don't, I don't eat this with salad. Anyway, uh, if you're gonna have that.
1: some work. You're gonna have some work cut out for you. I want you to do your best. I know, you, I know you don't have work, so.
2: Oh yeah, I'm off. I'm off tomorrow, dude. So this will probably. Be, I left I you some, in. You, you went. You went hard in the paint. I went. I left you a sweet, sweet treat. <laughs> oh boy! Um, I will probably be editing I, this I, I, tomorrow. I legitimately God. like was laughing my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> oh good! I'm very glad.
1: <clears throat> okay. Okay.
2: All right. I got it. Uh, all right. <clears throat> so they go back to samuel's hq and find like just a fuckload of people like where are they recruiting from <laughs> like i don't know where re- they're finding straight all the people. recruiting from ll bean reject models at this point because wow the flannel in this room <laughs> there's a lot of it
1: um my fucking screen just turned off <laughs>
2: <laughs> sorry i don't mean to laugh i'm sorry Oh my god. Oh. What do I do? Um, had it turned off? It didn't turn off at all last night.
1: I had no fucking problems up until right now.
2: Okay. So, uh, and it's been on for a while, since like for a couple of hours?
1: It's been on for like as long as we've been recording.
2: Okay. So, uh, like th- maybe are you stepping on cables or anything by chance like is there something that could have been pulled or moved or shaken like where did you hit your desk or anything like that like i'm trying to figure out if it could be something physical that's just jiggling loose
1: i'm just chilling
2: i didn't even move (laughs) are you are you using the computer as a chair because that's sometimes a problem (laughs) no i'm not and i need an allergy pill because my sinuses are going crazy
1: dude same but i don't have any <laughs> Just good.
2: <kidding. laughs> be right back. Okay.
1: And now let me take you listener on another journey to Supernatural Bone Key, a novel based on the TV show of course, Supernatural. Um, we're going to turn to page Let's see. 126. <laughs> When they passed the bull and Whistle, Dean was surprised to see that Yafet was still there. Hey dudes. <laughs> hey dudes, he said. I was hoping you'd dude, show up. There's been like a disturbance in the force. What do you mean? Sam asked. <laughs> Construction site down on South Street. Some seriously bad shit happening down there. You'll pardon my French. Two people went in. Oh, they can swear in the novel. Two people went in. Didn't nobody come out. Cops are <laughs> Cops are there now, but they won't be there forever, you know? hey sam said you know a cop named wow you know a cop (laughs) named van montrose yeah seminal dude he's a cool cat for a pig (laughs) jesus this dialogue man you trust him that's sam talking yafet shivered well you know he's a pig man can't trust the fuzz but for fuzz he ain't bad (laughs) yafet you son of a bitch (laughs) dean figured that was as good a endorsement as they were gonna get he looked at his brother you want to check that out instead of the tour company we should do both sam said maybe split up take one each nah that never works every time we split up things get bad that's my thinking dean sam shrugged when we stick together things get bad too what difference does it make okay also fair it's not like this is a horror movie we're splitting up leads to
2: instant death dude our lives are
1: horror movies i did what's up jeremy did you catch the end of that
2: uh, horror, horror movies is the last the, the thing that I heard.
1: Excellent, excellent. You ready to jump in? Let's do it.
2: did it. We did it. We We
0: finally did did it. it.